and we are live hey MGTOW universe hey concrete hey how's it going what's up people how y'all doing i'm well it's wednesday so nothing special uneventful okay it is 420 i forgot it was 420. what you sparking up no (laughs) no it's not my thing (laughs) edibles Nah. Oh, then why you mentioning? I'm a, I'm because everyone else around me does that stuff. I'm the square. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, happy 420. Happy, happy, happy Wednesday. Um, yeah, I'm doing phenomenal. So look at this one. <laughs> Finally, an interviewer seeing. Oh no, you didn't. You tried it. <laughs> Um, all of our interviews are worth seeing. So there's that. Mm. But um, yeah, it's I'm doing fantastic. A, a wonderful, wonderful week. And um, I'm excited about the show. Well, good, good. Me too. Um, MGTOW Universe, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I need to link your channel in our description box so people can find you. Um, yeah, and learn some stuff about about MGTOW. So okay. let me uh, copy your link. I, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself and I'm gonna do the back end work. Um, I am a senior software engineer, 37 years old. Um, I am born and raised in Florida. Uh, what else? Run a channel, MGTOW Universe. I've been in the manosphere for 15 16 years ish oh wow jeez um yeah um I like to play poker computer programming music production all that stuff um and you know spreading the message of not only MGTOW but also SYSBM of course can you give us, for those of us who aren't aware of what MGTOW is about, I mean, you know, I think most people know what the acronym stands for, but can you give us just a general synopsis of the whole movement and, you know, what it's about, at, at least to your understanding? So mid-2000s, early to mid-2000s, uh, mid, men's rights activists, men's rights movements uh, really started to take off. Um, I would say probably the main two avenues for like men's rights would have been um, man, woman, myth on YouTube um, and uh, a voice for men. Um, They started their podcast, I think 2008 or sooner, somewhere around there. Um, Basically, you know, the laws, the toxic, system, the family court system, divorce court system, um, forced uh, uh, genital or FSM or M, whatever, whatever y'all call it for, for boys, not for girls, though. Um, so, yeah. And then from the men's rights, uh, there were a group of men that came to the conclusion that, you know, women are not going to vote. Well, women are the voting majority and women are just not going to vote against their own self-interest and even if they did i mean do we really want to be husbands at the end of the day because we're going to just be working ourselves into a ground what are we really getting out of this marriage thing um is it worth the trouble uh kids are expensive so on and so forth so 
you had uh, a kind of like, uh, and that splintered off in the MGTOW. Um, and from MGTOW, I believe from MGTOW you had Idmore. Uh, of course, Idmore is basically uh, MGTOW for black men. Um, because I want to say around 2013, 2014-ish, where you had black men want to talk about issues that were specifically aimed at black men and the white men were like well this isn't really about race and there was this debate between uh tfm and Atticum force um they were both right um tfm is right uh migtow isn't necessarily about race um <laughs> and Atticum Atticum force uh was right and that that there are issues that are specific to black men uh, so they were both right, and that's where it more comes from. Um, but if I had to simplify make top down, um, it's basically doing things that uh, benefit men and men first, um, and instead of men, you know, putting themselves on a chopping block for the sake of some other man's child or a woman or for society. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. you. I think that gives us a, a very good idea of not only what the movement is about, but also a little bit of backstory. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Yes. And can you highlight the issues that black men have versus the white MGTOW issues? Uh, I would say I wasn't really into it. That would be that would definitely be a question for like BGS because he was really deep into it. Him, T100 and Atticum Forest, I think they're the three creators of it more, if I'm not mistaken. Um, one of them, of course, being... Um, the Pookies and the Ray Rays, the same things that we were talk that we're talking about today, we were talking about in 2014. Um, same issues that if you look in the um, in the Oprah archives from like the late 80s, uh, I think it was um, not the uh, Shahrazad Ali episodes, but there were other episodes um, about men's rights and stuff like that. And with black men up there still talking about the same issues. Uh, if y'all remember Rolanda from early to mid 90s, yeah, um, they were talking about the same issues then. Um, you know, black men not wanting to be stepdads, and um, of course, those black women uh, having an issue with black men saying that. And um, <clears throat> so, I would just off the top of my head, those are a few. So, uh, you know, interestingly enough that you pointed that out and I was going to wait until later to dive into this, but um, being, you know, when you highlight the fact that MGTOW um, as a whole, you know, felt as though there was not a race separation between the issues uh, that were happening as it relates to women or the issues that men have with women. Um, there seems to be a more general consensus coming from MGTOW as it relates to the issues that men have with women, whereas black men seem to only want to focus on the issues that they have with black women in such a way that they're almost isolating those issues. And then what it comes off as is that black women or excuse me, white women don't also engage in the same types of fuckery or come with their own individual issues that it's just black women that are the problem. Um, can you, I guess, um, you know, add anything to that or comment on the, the notion or the, the, the theory that I just kind of laid out as it relates to how black men seem to 
solely focus on black women and their issues, almost as if other groups of women don't come with their own sets of issues. Um, well, in my opinion, black people have a culture of, of nonsense, um, in general. <clears throat> yeah, there are good things about it, but as outside of teen mom, the TV show, I think what is it on MTV or VH1, one of those, or both of them, MTV. um, outside of that, I don't white. I mean, you have your celebrities that, you know, they want black kids and they want to raise them as single moms, but I, I really don't see white people having a culture of like endorsing being a single mom. Um, it's certainly not a, a culture of putting um, who would be the equivalent of Puka and Ray Ray? Would it be uh, I guess yeah and you also have like Chad's and they you know white women do have their versions of bad boys I think the difference with us is um, culturally, we've been taught to kind of glorify um, yeah. certain aspects of our culture versus um, they don't really villainize um, the bad people of their race. You you understand what I'm saying? I, like like a business. I agree with the part that we don't we don't like we celebrate debauchery, whereas they don't celebrate debauchery, but they still have some of those aspects and even other things that may be more pressing issues. Hence, why there is a MGTOW, the general group of MGTOW, because uh -huh. even if we say the issues are different, which they have some of the same issues that mirror ours, but clearly white women also come with their own sets of issues as well. They're the mothers of feminism. They're pushing one of the primary ideals that um, break down the black family. Um, are women, are white women pushing, uh, I would, I would, <laughs> I, I guess this would be a better question for white folks, but the uh, white equivalent to Pookie and Ray Ray, white women are not pushing them they're not holding them up like they, these are the men that we want like bottom shelf brad is like it's just a regular dude that's just he ain't got his shit together but he's not out you know doing what pookie and ray ray's doing not necessarily that's that's i was that's that's the difference no i agree with that i guess my 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 point <clears throat> simply that um the black white women also have their own issues I, I you know albeit according to you maybe the issues are even different but you know to pedestalize this other group and just your sole focus be on all the wrongdoings of the women within your own group as if women of other like all women come with their fair sh share of bs you know and you see you don't seem you don't get a lot of that being highlighted um, within the men that I come across from MGTOW. And I understand it. I, I know our experiences are, most of us are with other black people. So, you know, I guess we don't necessarily speak in a general sense. We're focused on those who we have shared experiences with and those who look like us. But um, I think the black, the black experience is definitely different than the white experience. So if we, I know like it more talk about things like um, dysfunction from single moms. Um, I know that's not specific to black people, but uh, it seems to be very, very common. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, yeah, the issues may be the same, 
But when it comes to black people, what is the saying? If white people got a cold, then black people got AIDS or some shit like that. Uh, it's definitely, mm-hmm. it's definitely it's magnified. In my opinion, yeah, it's magnified. Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely true. What would you say would be the biggest problem um, with dealing and dating black women? Uh, number one, it's just the attitude. That's number one. Um, the attitude uh, is from most black women I've seen, I've come in contact in my life is just uh, despicable. Let me ask you a question. Are you well-traveled? Well-traveled, like, outside the country? No. Okay, well-traveled within the states. Usually the south. Um, I've been to Georgia, Alabama, Louisiana. I haven't made my way to to Mississippi. Uh, Actually, I drove through it. I went to Texas, but never stopped in Mississippi. So So I would say say probably not well-traveled, no. Okay, and you think the attitudes of the women in the South are horrible as well? Yeah, of okay. course, absolutely. No, you know, and it's interesting um, because I was partially raised in New York City um, and I was, you know, and I was partially raised in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And then I was in the military in um, New Jersey. And what I've noticed it seems now it depends it really depends but you know the women in the south tend to be a little bit softer um than the women that i would meet from up north and i mean like new york chicago um the women in the south tend to be a bit more friendlier um the women in the west coast i think they're even more friendlier um but I, I've never heard that women from the South generally have a bad attitude. So that's why I was surprised. Like, oh, really? That could be that could be the case. But um, I mean, we're there's this thing going on. You know, we're ha- we're actually having a discussion about black women and smiling. Like that's actually a thing in this country. Like, no, it, that's, it, that's, was, yeah, it was it was a thing a few years ago, but um even on here i've heard men say that that aspect is starting to change and it's been changing a little bit have you heard that as well no not not once (laughs) well you're saying that black women don't smile when when you when you approach them essentially not generally but i'm not looking i'm not really looking for that my point was it's just something so small that other groups of women um and i'm not referring to black uh, i'm not referring to white women um like Asian women, it's not like it's not an issue. Um, That's interesting. It's not. I'm not saying that to say that women should smile more. It's just if how do I word this? What is the big deal? Because women, black women, uh, it's like I don't want to do it. It's not like yeah, <laughs> they just don't want to do it. The interesting not, thing oh, is, I have to say that I'm sorry. What you say? No, I was saying, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um, The interesting thing is, um, I have to say, I understand what you're saying. I I guess my travels throughout the South, I haven't noticed it as much, but I come from the Midwest and prior to moving to the South, I lived in Chicago. And like most of the women have what is known as resting bee face. Um, But um, 
the thing is, I don't see like women of other races having this just overly pleasant disposition, especially Asian women. Um, but maybe it's a different, maybe they have a different reaction when they uh, encounter black men. But um, I personally have not uh, come across any Asian women with just a pleasant disposition or, you know, smiling and, you know, um, joyful and just, you know, pleasant to be around. But I, I will certainly acknowledge that Black women definitely have a resting bee face and do not have a pleasant disposition when you come in contact with them, typically, in today's date. Right. Um, I did want to ask, um, Danny, were you, did you have something in reference to that before I take the conversation in a different direction? No, I, I, I was thinking the same thing that, um, it depends on the race of women because I don't notice Asian women, um, just smiling like that, not as it pertains to black men and, you know, Asian women typically date out with white men, um, for the majority, you know, like the majority of them end up with white men when they mm -hmm. do date out. So that was just kind of a bit of a surprise to me. Yeah, me too. I do want to ask you, I guess, along these certain lines, has your 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 dating experience? Now, I know you've talked about your interactions with black women, but most of your dating experience, has that also been with black women or with women from other um, cultures? So I have three LTRs. Um, first two are black. Mm -hmm. uh, first relationship was four years. Second was six years. Uh, both of them were black women, and the third was with a white woman. First, uh, no, I take that back. First one was four years. Second one was four years. Yes, and the third one was uh, six and a half years, and that was with a white woman. Yes. Okay, what happened with the white woman? Uh, that was the story <laughs> I told you um, that you know she wanted me. Uh, she wanted to get married, but. Um, I wasn't going to be stepped at. That was the white woman. Oh. So okay. you're okay with partnering with a woman with a child, even for an extended period of time, i.e. six years, but you're not willing to, you know, make a lifelong commitment with someone if they have a child. Um... Well, in my mind, we was already uh, in a lifelong commitment. We had this discussion in the beginning that I was not... Um, I was not going to be stepped at. And, you know, she gave me the line that a lot of single moms like to give. Uh, you don't have to worry about line? that. You don't have to worry about that. You don't have to take care of them. Um, I got that. You don't have to worry about that. Um, and one thing I know for certain is that, uh, well, I didn't know it then. Um, and while, yeah, she may believe it at that time, but um, anyone that has kids knows that um, something always comes up, something random where she mm -hmm. needs help and she may not be available or whatever um and she's going to call on you to do it and that's not even a problem that's not even a big deal mm -hmm. um what big deal the problem? Uh, the problem is i don't want to be legally liable for these kids because uh one uh their father was a drug addict mm -hmm. um and he was not the best person um um so that's on me um, was he threatening time, you? No, he wasn't. Hell no. Oh. Um, but he was just, he was one, he was one of those friendly, but drunk or high and or high. Um, and he wanted to come around and, you know, it's just a bad look, especially with kids. 
So um, you were willing to throw away six years, like you've been, you're in this committed relationship. I'm assuming by year six, you guys are cohabitating and, you know, sharing a life together with one another. You're willing to throw that away aside from actually giving someone the lifelong commitment that they desire um, because you had a rule that you know you would not be stepped at well in the beginning we had this talk that you know there's not going to be a marriage for the same exact reason. Oh, okay. um so there was an actual conversation it wasn't some like you know it changed okay. um but you know you know people change over time and you know she wanted things mm-hmm. she actually wanted to get married and i i was like no and so she called it off okay. um it oh, didn't no. really i i mean i cared about her but it wasn't really a big deal because at that time um I don't know. Okay. I already I already had gotten bit by the SYSBM bug, so I was, I was kind of like, all right, well, I'm out, I guess. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> shout out to All Seeing Eye, who says, Black women smile at men they want only or consider. Mm. Um, I agree Yeah, with that. that's usually how attraction <laughs> works. <Yeah>. Um. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That. So, <laughs> stop. How does? I'm sorry. How does? No, one, no, she wasn't. No, she wasn't no drug. How does one? I would never. Get I should have never. I should never been in that position, anyways. Because yeah, it sounds um, like I. I deserved better even back then. She wasn't. She was a. She was a great person. It was just um, all them kids. It's just two. And that drunk baby daddy. All them kids. Yeah. How does one get into a situation where they even, I don't want to say fall prey, but start following the SYSBM ideologies when you're in a committed relationship with someone and that committed relationship differs so greatly because it is someone who has kids from a prior relationship. Like, how do you go from, you know, that to what you that's a great question okay so so uh this relationship was from 2010 to around 2000 yeah 2010 mid 2016 around 2012 um we had you know i got into this MGTOW thing um but at the same time uh there was this comedian by the name of patrice o'neill and the story he always tells is how he went to brazil and how the black women there were radically different from the black women here. Um, and then that inspired um, another black guy named by the name of Charles Tyler. May he rest in peace. He started this Facebook group. Um, I joined it. Uh, he called it the black man's option. Uh, essentially the same thing as SYSBM, but it was before it. Um, basically uh, telling the message of uh, you're a black man, you deserve more, you deserve better, especially if you have your shit together. Um, you can do better. You just have to look elsewhere. Essentially, that was the message of the black man's option. Um, Brazil was uh, number one at that time. I think people are kind of over Brazil now because it's been too westernized. But yeah, so at that time, um, I'm in a relationship. I'm not going to break it off. You know, I care about this woman. Um, Mm. Or I, I actually care about the kids too, but it's not like marriage is never happening and I'm never going to get her pregnant. So um, it's like if it ends today, whatever. Um, but uh, I, I'll just be honest. I'll just be honest. I was hoping that she would break the shit off so I can go find a black woman that I deserve. 
Yeah, right. What? <laughs> I'll just be honest with you. Yeah, right. Let's I was I was just going through the motions. I was just going through the motions. Um yeah, but uh-huh. yeah. You know what though? Like, so let me ask you this. Are you anti-marriage or anti-marriage to someone who has children from a previous relationship? And does and if so, does that include if the prior relationship was a marriage? I used to be anti-marriage. Um, but now I'm anti-marriage in first world countries because it's just every first world country has the exact same problem to different degrees, but still the same problem. Okay. Um, uh, and what was the second question again? Um, would you enter into a relationship with someone if they had children for, or be willing to marry someone who had children from a prior marriage, um, not just out, you know, children that were out of wedlock? No more, uh, no more stepdad. Um, and to be honest, I wasn't really uh, a stepdad to those kids either. I mean, when they would ask me for something, which wasn't that often, I would be more than happy to give it to them. Or if they needed to ride somewhere, I had no problem. I was just kind of like, I guess you could say. You was there after, drinking the wrong ju- juice boxes, playing the uh, video game? No, I wasn't. No, no, no. Oh, he no. was pooking. I'm, I'm not. No, I, I wasn't on that pookie shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Um, no, I was woke not up a whole, the little boy had on the shoes and shit. Homosexual, anything else like that. No, 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 no. Um, but when when uh, when I got bit by the black man's option, the message, and then Patrice O'Neill's trip to Brazil, and then SYS BM came around, I'm just like, man, I don't have to. I don't have to uh, settle for white women anymore. I can go. I can go and get the black woman that I really want. Because that's my first, second, third, fourth, and fifth choice is a black woman. So, Blackity black woman. <laughs> Curlin asked, were the kids mixed? They were. Oh, wow. They were. Okay. That was a good question. But he, wasn't, but he wasn't black, though. He was, I think he was uh, Cuban or Dominican one. Okay. Mm, but yeah. Fine. Wow, um, this is going to be really, really interesting. I know, right? Yeah. Okay. So what has your dating life been like? When's the last time you had a girlfriend? Uh, I had one earlier this year. Um, I don't even I don't even consider that a girlfriend. We were just uh, after two, 2016, I was just on the um, just buying time getting my money right um for brazil uh in 2016 but now it's colombia um but you know i told i told all the i guess short-term relationships that it's just casual nothing serious Mm -hmm. um so there was a few of those and yeah nothing nothing serious okay let me tell them I'm sorry, Danny, along with your same question, just really quick, I just wanted to know, do you do you share with them the ideologies that you subscribe to? Hell no. Ah. I go running for the mountains. No. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> no. no. They think I'm some weirdos. No, I'm not going to be honest about that. Of course. I'm not going to tell them that I'm buying time for Columbia. Oh, no, just, I mean, did you tell them your MGTOW? Right. And, and no, I'm definitely not telling them my MGTOW. Oh, no. Right. I'm not telling them about my YouTube channel. No, nope. 
Okay. I'd just be shooting myself in my foot if I did that. So you really are looking for love, right? I am. Okay. Okay. So you're definitely looking for love. You're looking for a serious connection. Um, and it's been a long time since you've had a serious connection, right? Okay. Yeah. We'll okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm just making sure we have that established. You are definitely looking for love. What would you say is the biggest misconception about MGTOW? Um, that we hate women. MGTOW do not hate, well, most MGTOWs. Because I've heard some, I've heard, yeah, I've heard some things um, that MGTOW don't hate women. And and honestly, if I had to be honest with you, um, if MGTOW, uh, if they found the woman that wasn't on BS and that's, that wasn't in the system of BS, then they probably wouldn't be anti-marriage either. But okay. doesn't MGTOW actually speak against marriage and speak against partnering with someone and is essentially telling men to opt out of the very system in which we are all, you know, I guess a part of? Does it Not necessarily. Um, MGTOW is basically doing what's best for you. Now, if we're talking about the system, we know the system is not uh, catered toward men. So that's where uh, that comes from. Um, but there, there, and this was a debate for a long time um, on whether married men can be MGTOW, um, like red pilled after marriage. Um, mm. So, yeah, most MGTOWs are on the, well, usually when MGTOW says no marriage, they, they're usually talking about not in first world countries, not where places where it benefits you. Um, so would you, you're, you're anti-marriage, right? And first world countries, yes. In first world countries. Uh-huh. So then that means you would be pro-marriage in like third world world countries? Depends on how that system works. Okay. Um, which again, you know, every country has their... What country would you get married in? I haven't really done much research into it. Um, I have heard great things about the Philippines. Um, I know a couple of guys that got, a couple of MGTOWs that got married off in the Philippines. Um, I think either divorce is not allowed or it's illegal or something to the tune of that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure specifically. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I think most guys, even MGTOWs, want to have a family. They okay. just don't want to get screwed because the woman is not feeling well or she just or she's just emotionally checked out. Like, yeah, they don't want to be in that position. That's interesting to me, though. Like when you like I have, I guess I have a two part question for you. Have you come across married men who are actually MGTOW, have red pill philosophy and they're actually married? And if so, um, I know that you said that with the women that you date casually, you don't share your ideologies that you subscribe to. Um, So what how would that work with someone that's going to be your life partner? I would assume that you would need to share that information. No, I wouldn't. For what? I think that it's important for be, no. to ensure that you guys have, no. you know, the same value system and to ensure that, you know, she is quote unquote on board. 
um, that it would be important to share that with her. Yeah, but she doesn't know need to know that I'm part of MGTOW. I'm not trying to plant any any bad seeds. And one thing I learned about women is you have to watch what you say or you end up planting a bad seed, and I don't need that. Yes, you're right. We need to be on the same page. This MGTOW stuff, she don't need to know about that. Oh, she don't need to know about that. It's not. It ain't important. Not to her. Okay, that's interesting. I, I mean, I can now, see. I can see how. Why? Okay, she may not need to know that you subscribe to MGTOW specifically, but I think that as women, myself, Danny, you know, just in conversation, like being able to identify, you know, I guess because we're up on abreast on you know these movements but being able to identify that your person or the man that you are partnering with has red pill ideologies and philosophies that he subscribes to that would be important for me because if that is not something that i subscribe to or, or if i am vehemently against those philosophies and ideologies i know that you know they would not work with you know who i am and we wouldn't be able to have a strong partnership because of that there's there's really nothing I could think of where women would be like, uh, no. Uh, but at the same time, um, if it's not necessary, why? It's not necessary that she knows. Well, if you're if you're looking at pop culture and culture nowadays, um, red pill is pretty much taking off, or at least the name on it is actually taking off right now. Okay. Um, with the emergence of Kevin Samuels, you know, whether you agree with his um, ideology or not, um, to me, he's really putting red pill um, knowledge on the map. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So um, it's a lot of people like I'm starting to hear. I would disagree um, certain... with that, but go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> I said I would disagree with that, but go ahead. Oh, well, I'm starting to hear his name a lot more in just everyday general conversations. Um, I've heard Cynthia G's name come up a couple of times. So I think people are becoming aware of this information. Um, to me, it would kind of make sense to have a bit of conversation about it. So a person won't be surprised that you um, have certain ideologies about marriage and women and it doesn't necessarily seem like you have like a total um negative outlook on women because you you are still willing to get um into a long-term relationship and to get married in another country i wasn't always like that though like this is something that was recent because i do want to start a family but i want to say even when i was in a relationship i wasn't going to break it off but i was like all right well whenever it ends it ends um, and then when, uh, when it ends, cause most relationships don't work out, then I'm just not gonna, I'm just not gonna do it again. And I'm just going to do my own thing. Let me ask you a question um, okay. real quick. Do you emotionally invest into your relationships? I sure do. Okay. okay. I, I do think along the same lines it's important like it would also allow you to pick her brain i think in today's time especially i agree with danny's uh prior comment about like how red pill is becoming like a a a very uh 
talk, a, a subject that's often talked about in you know social media in today's time, and partly because of Kevin. But I think that um, you would be able to pick her brain and find out how she feels about those things. I do think most women or most people are not going to be mature enough. Like that word, it has a trigger effect. So exactly. literally saying, uh, you know, I uh, believe in MGTOW philosophies or red pill ideologies. I can see a woman instantly being like, hell no, uh, uh, you know, but if you have someone that's logical and that may be something that you have to slowly break into, but <laughs> I do think it would behoove you to have discussions around things that are, um, you know, specific to that, um, like things that are like sub subset of red pill philosophy and ideologies, because you get to kind of pick her brain and see where she's at and see if maybe you two would be compatible. Red pill philosophy is not really anything out this world, but for really a long time, there's just a name to it now. But for a long time, um, men and women, uh, well, MGTOW used to be something that used to be laughed at, you know, not to be taken seriously, uh, even though no one could beat the arguments. Um, because people, men and women, uh, a lot of them have like a, a very immature response. If she brings it up in conversation, then we can talk about it then. But other than that, I'm not planting any bad seeds. It's just unnecessary. It's an unnecessary risk to even bring it up. But you kind of like, if you don't bring it up, you might be potentially getting into a relationship with someone who is not like-minded to be completely honest. For example. I am a conscious black woman and my fiance is conscious. Like, um, I didn't lead in our conversations like saying, Hey, I'm conscious. But, um, during our very first date, like we talked about subjects that are specific to consciousness that let me know, oh, we have the same philosophies. We have some of the same, uh, you know, ideologies and same values. And I immediately was like, oh, ding, you know, we are compatible. Right. Oh, you're, you're, you, oh, you're thinking that. Um, if if a if, if a woman brings up red pill stuff and I start you know going off the uh, deep end and MGTOW is a deep end I guess uh, about MGTOW and how I've been in the manosphere for it'll probably be twenty years by then um, that things might go well maybe probably not though. But um, see, but why would you if it, if they won't go well? Why would you want to partner with someone who is not accepting of all of you? I understand not saying the catchphrases or the keywords, but it's important to ensure that you know, like you know, she believe if if what you believe in is traditional roles and what you believe in with, is, that has nothing to do with red pill though. No, I understand that, but they like you know, if someone says I'm I'm a feminist and I don't believe in traditional roles, I believe that the man should do X, Y, and Z. Like those things would be opposing to, you know, red pill ideology. And you might, as a result, say, oh, this isn't the person for me. So that's why I'm saying maybe not specifically talking about red pill, but some of the things that would align with what a red pill man believes in. Right. But saying that I'm a MGTOW is not the same. It's not the same as saying that I'm a feminist, because if a woman says that she's a feminist, um, you already know exactly what you're going to get. Um, you're going to get uh, likely not going to get cooperation and a whole bunch of mm -hmm. stuff. I just rather not. As far as MGTOW, there's nothing like that. Nothing that's like, um, I can't find the words, but um, 
there's it's like a masculine masculinist movement right i've heard that phrase before i don't know what that means uh specifically well to me it would be about men focusing on things that rights that pertain to men and um making shit even Mm -hmm. across Mm -hmm. the board to me that's what and, and focusing on um boys and men as opposed to you know the opposite which is like fighting for women's rights or women's equality and all that good stuff um uh that's fine um but it's just the the thing is is like when i don't even know if MGTOW is still a dirty word but it's been a dirt word for i want to say almost a decade really and um yeah because people just have like a reaction um those beliefs aren't something you should necessarily mm-hmm. volunteer but it's not something you should admit when asked i agree with that if she asks about it i have no problem telling her um, but I'm not going to volunteer. Uh, she can't accept your beliefs for what they are. She doesn't accept you. So maybe- are, are you scared? Um... Here we go, scared. Here we go. No, because this is the thing. <laughs> if you if if you told me, well, I'm not going to tell her that because because you're afraid of being judged. You're afraid of um, the outcomes of like if you told her consequences. Yes. Yeah, and I'm I'm trying to figure out like why would you be afraid of the consequences when it's just about you me- reaching your optimum peak in life, you having the optimum woman. Um, I don't really I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that because you can explain it. Um, and I know this with personal experience, you can explain um what you think may tell mean. You can explain it front to back, up and down, inside and out, and. Uh, depending on who you're with, uh, they'll still, they'll ignore all of that and they'll go with whatever idea that they have in their mind. And that will have consequences. What those consequences are, who knows? Have Um, you talked to your family members about it? No. Uh Uh-uh. See, it's not that that serious. It's not like... But if it's it's a foundation in which you operate from, it is that serious. It's a part of what you believe in, henceforth a part of you. And I wouldn't hide that but what i believe but migtow is not like something that's out of left field where where it's something that's out of the ordinary it's obvious but um it's just the i guess reputation in people's minds that it'll just stick with them and they'll hear migtow and then their mind will shut off have you tried it before Try to talk to other people by MGTOW? Yeah. Women? Yeah. No. I can see oh. it would be a hard pill, especially dealing with modern women. But that's why I say easing your way into it by picking their brain. And maybe in some respects you do. You could because typically you're going to be finding out who you're dealing with and finding out their interests. And you are interviewing the person. So you're, you're listening and taking notes on things that they're triggered by and things that, you know. So, I, I mean, that's what most people do when dating someone. You're getting to know them and you want to know what they think about, you know, some of these pressing topics, especially things that you find important. But I get not just coming out saying, I'm MGTOW, you know. I mean, I would say if it comes up the conversation, I would give like the values without the label mm. because the okay. label is triggering. Has a long history of triggering people for no reason. Mm. <laughs> you're MGTOW, then you know you want to kill women. You want to kill all women. You hate women. You want to eat their babies. You want women to bow to you. All of this other. 
crazy. Well, discussion. I'm glad you said that. Um, what exactly is that you what what exactly do you want from women? From women as a whole? No, from women that you want. Like a woman that you want to be yours, what exactly would you want from her? I just wanted to want her to be a loving wife, a loving mother, um, and to uh make me and our children a priority in her life. Simple enough for me. That seems simple enough. That that doesn't seem like that would be hard to find even. Huh? <laughs> Even amongst American black women. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's interesting. No, and then I'm glad she said that because I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, I know, um, you know, um, I'm a wife and a mother and Concrete is uh, very soon to be a wife and she's also a mother. Um, I, we don't necessarily think that's like the hard thing to find, but y'all not know, the, men out here looking looking for women though. Well, I was gonna say that the premise of the topic though was you rather die alone than to be with somebody that you aren't attracted to, right? Um. Uh, yes and no. It depends. Um, as what? far as as far as far as like weight. I mean, you can you can do better, but if if let's say, let's say, in terms of ugliness, are we considering homely looking women ugly or no? No, I. You know what? Um, this is the thing that I think that a lot of us kind of uh, misconstrue. Like clothing can be changed. You can change clothing. You can change hairstyles. You can't change character, and right. a lot of the things. Well, yeah, you can. can. You can. You can change character. Uh huh. In what sense? Uh, character development. You can evolve. Yeah, you can, yeah, you can evolve. Very... You can develop. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is, if a person is messed up to their core, there's probably not a lot in changing them as far as character-wise. Um, people are going to be people. People are going to do what they want to do. Um, but I think that a lot of times we do go a lot on outside appearances and what we're attracted to. And we miss out on a lot because we are strictly going off of what makes us hot. And that's the men and the women. And I think we miss out a lot on that. Um, I'm not, like I told you before, I'm not looking for uh, a bad B. I, I just want like an So would you, would you date a big girl? Cute. No, I will not date a big girl. <laughs> he already told you it's, last time. Multiple times. Every time I'm on, every time I'm on this panel, I say, I don't. I say something to the tune of, I don't want big women. I'm steady trying to hook them um, up with the big girls, baby. Oh, really baby, you trying. Um, the reason, uh, well, one of the many reasons, because I want to have kids. I want to have multiple kids. So if she's big from the gate, then she's going to most likely be bigger afterwards. I mean, if she hasn't lost the weight without kids, what makes me think that I'm she's going to lose the weight with them? Even if she got a cute face like Big Lizzie and she, you know, but she... <laughs> Baby, Lizzie got like five chins though. Let's... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, no, you can you you can find a, a thin woman um in multiple countries uh with without it. Okay. So you said you were saving up to go to Colombia and you know, I'm hoping that you I think you should just go to Vegas. And um, the, <laughs> the same thing that's in Colombia. Skinny. So you trying uh, to? So you trying to get me set up? No, you trying to get me cased up? No, I ain't, 
No, what's the difference? <laughs> what's the difference between Vegas and Columbia? Yeah. Man, go um, to Florida. Facts. I already live in Florida. Oh, there you go. Then you you right there. I'm talking about it. What what's supposed to be here? I'm, I'm man, you have like the most Hispanics in one state outside mm-hmm. of Texas, and they're yeah. in Florida, and they got that paper in Florida. No, I'm good. You wouldn't date a, a a Hispanic woman from Florida? No. Why? I'm done. I'm done dating in this country. You're done dating in this country. Yeah, I'm done completely. Mm. I'm all the way done. Why? What? What influenced your decision with that? I. Uh, with what? Not dating, here. period. Because yeah. I'm so close. Um, got my passport uh, mid last year. I'm so close, and I'm not trying to get derailed by anything. So, if you have poor dating experiences in Colombia, then what? Uh, well, if I have poor dating experiences in Colombia, um, in multiple cities in Colombia, and and if I can't find. Uh, one, one country nobody ever talks about is Guyana, which is the darkest and the oh, only yeah. English speaking country in South America. So if I can't find a mildly cute, um, fit, submissive, cooperative black woman in Colombia, then it's time to go to Guyana, um, then Mexico, and then, I don't know, Brazil, and then Who's let's say Peru, and then let's say uh we go to the source in africa and then if not you know uh let's find a really uh tan or melanated woman in either thailand or vietnam or the philippines and if i still can't find Mm -hmm. a black woman or a very close representation of a black woman in those countries then maybe i just need to jump off a cliff Listen, but you know what, though? I have heard, like, uh, Guyanese women make great wives. Like, there is um, a, you know, uh, notion that Guyanese women are, are, are you know, very traditional and yeah. they make, and they're beautiful, of course, and they make great wives. But um, I yeah. do have a question for you. So um, do you consider yourself 100% red pill? Because I guess when I think of red pill, and maybe this is my own ignorance, I think of someone who, and I know red pill really is about essentially an elevated awareness, but most of the men that I've come across that are red pill are opted out of the system and do not, well, don't subscribe to, you know, the whole marriage thing. And I know that you said you subscribe to marriage outside of the you know uh first, first world, world countries country. yep. yeah but um you know you you still believe in marriage as a whole so you believe in yet some sort of contractual union just not in a first world country so do you consider yourself completely red pill i don't know if i would consider completely red pill as anti-match but i would say um if you if i was to take i don't know every MGTOW or every man that uh considers himself MGTOW over to a country like thailand or the philippines Watch how fast they give that shit up and get married off. I mean, all of this stems from why are men getting screwed when they get married? All that's the source of the entire manosphere. Is why are men not getting what they want when they when they make a lifelong commitment to a woman? Why is there no incentives? Like what is going on? So I'm glad you said that. Because then I'm going to ask you, what would you consider a woman's value to be outside of her having um, children? 
Um, someone, uh, and I hate to sound like uh, KS, but someone that is inspirational, um, someone that is kind, um, someone that is proactively, that proactively does things that pleases me, um, and um, someone who I want to do a lot for. Um, so not just being, but also uh, not just doing things for me, but I'm someone who, how did Patrice O'Neill say? He says, um, love is important for a man, but <clears throat> uh, like a man liking his wife is more important because that's when he'll do, he'll go above and beyond and do the absolute most. That's who I'm looking for. Someone who, um, someone who can help me bury the body, and someone who um, <laughs> ride or die. I I actually like. So he about I to go want, to the cartel and get one. I don't. <laughs> Griselda, to... Griselda Blanco. I got you. Mm -hmm. Okay. No, 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 no. The Black Widow. No, she kills her husbands. Absolutely not. I mean, oh, you didn't think I know about that story? Yeah, I know about Griselda, Griselda Blanco, the Black but, Widow. She don't kill saying, him, kill him. She just make him do the do the yeah, crime for it. She, uh, how you many husbands she did her she side do to her side dude because he was sleeping with somebody else while she was locked up? Um, but I do have a question. Though. I know that story very well. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So you you don't believe that there's any incentive for men to get married? So how does that change when Not you go America, out of no. the country? Like I understand what you just said. You know, I, I, I fully accept your your comment that you just made, but um. How does it change when you go out of the country? If a man isn't incentivized to marry, I would think that that's a general statement that that's not specific to men being not being incentivized to marry. I would what? say that given that the risks and the liabilities that men have to um, undertake, uh, well, the men they got their stuff together have to undertake in America, um, there's no incentive to do it outside of that. But if mm. you're going to a country where your money multiplies, and the cost of living is a lot cheaper. And you go from, you may, let's say, let's take the average guy. Uh, because I talked about, I did a live stream uh, the other night. Pardon me. Um, a guy that's making uh, 42.5. Why, why can't a guy that's, what is that? 20, it was $20.75. Mm -hmm. Why can't a guy that's making essentially $21 save up his money for a while and then go move to Mexico or to Colombia? Um, you may be average and you may be average at best in America, but with in Colombia, you're in the top 10 percent. Yeah, I don't feel like there's anything wrong with um, maximizing your options. Definitely don't think there's anything wrong with that. Do you plan on bringing your. Absolutely um, not. So you're going to move. I am. OK, OK. That makes a lot more sense. Cause... I would never know. No. Okay. But what you're describing essentially when you're saying, you know, a, a man making 425 like literally you you are impoverished in today's time with inflation like making $42,000 a year you're going to need multiple roommates. Like literally we have women and this, this goes for both sides because you have women that are anti 50, 50 and they're mad at men because they don't make a livable wage, but really and truly, why aren't we focused I mean, on changing? 
Well, I mean, I think the poverty line is what twenty five. Really and truly, Bloomberg just printed an article that said if you're un if you make under three hundred thousand, that you're you're greatly impacted by um, inflation in today's market. I agree like, with that. Literally, you know, I I anticipate that there's going to be a reassessment. We're on the brink of a recession because it, with inflation. But why aren't we attacking the system? Like we're looking at each other and we're staying at odds with one another because black women want somebody that they don't have to go 50-50 with. Not looking at the fact that the system we live in a capitalist society where literally jobs aren't paying a livable wage barely and you know black men are upset that they're looked at upon as average because they're working their tails off and just making enough to get by when we should be focused on changing policy looking at the system and you know, I guess I kind of have that question about even MGTOW. There's a lot of dissension between men and women, but I don't hear a lot of talk about changing policy. Men's rights activists already tried mm-hmm. that. Um, that's why that's why MGTOW um, was created. Like this, we can. Uh, men's rights activists have been at it since the '70s, um, and they've gotten. I want to. Well, I don't know. The policies by heart. I know mm-hmm. that uh, things have gotten worse and not better. Um, mm-hmm. If you have a female majority base, uh, women are not going to vote against their best interests. And let's say, let's say for instance, um, let's say if men got what they wanted, right? They have a system that's not predatory. Um, the problem still stands that the women, uh, your the the market of women that are, I guess, quote unquote, marriageable are still not mm-hmm. raised to be wives and you're still not going to get a woman that's cooperative. Um, I respect that. And I well, can understand. Uh, system or not. I can understand that. But I do still think our biggest, um, the biggest hurdles that we need to overcome are within the system. And yes, I understand that it's a daunting and long fight. Literally, we fought a hundred years to get a bill passed so that lynching is is a hate crime. We, we've been fighting for how long to get a bill passed to the Crown Act to ensure that we can wear our natural hair to work, to school. So yeah, these are long, daunting fights, but I, I don't hear it being pushed in messages um, when I'm hearing people talk about even, even just the movement. You don't hear a lot of conversations surrounding policy or the need for policy, the need for change. It's all women, 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 women. Because we're past that point of trying to change laws. We just we come should, to a conclusion that's just not. You never get past that point. You don't give up. You keep pushing. No one, the world doesn't care about men what we want. We start, you, what if we th- said the same thing? What if black people said the your same thing? Your women. Anti-lynching yeah. laws. Your women. But, no, you know, it, it's interesting because um, men sometimes act like everything was given to a woman. And it's not to say that the benefits weren't weren't there for us to a certain degree. I understand that. But if you have two women that have had to work, we've wor- I've worked since I was 12, not 16, since I was 12 years old. Um, my grandmother used to make me volunteer until I could go to work. Then when I was able to get a job, I was able to work. Um, so it wasn't like we grew up with silver spoons or somebody just um, throwing the world at our feet. And then if you were considered an unattractive woman, I'm not going to say you had it worse than an unattractive man, but you certainly don't. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, no, this is the thing. Still have dudes in their DMs. You, 
not not in the same way that you would actually think. I I, I don't I don't you necessarily agree don't with have, that. You telling me Lizzo don't have dudes in her You're DMs? talking That's about a multimillionaire. Okay. You're talking about a multimillionaire with makeup, hair weaves, whatever, a lot of enhancements. Um when you think about the regular homely woman, if she doesn't post anything provocative on the internet then she's not likely to get the same type of attention because as she's a provocative not, she's woman she's not putting herself out there but if a woman puts herself out there there's going to be takers to a 100%. certain percent yeah to a certain but degree. the thing is i agree with danny like you know you have to just like we can't tell you about your experience like as women who don't fit the typical beauty standards like the level of i mean you know the thing is yeah you'll get still get men that'll hit you up in the inbox but if you ain't looking for just a good time what the hell does that mean that means nothing yeah i can get somebody to sleep with me you know that's you know that if that's what i want but you know if i want to be valued and looked upon as more than that my my options are not the same as someone who fits the typical beauty standards Bad. so you know okay I, I, women have their own individual struggles too but the point that i was raising wasn't even about a women's struggle like anti-lynching isn't a women's struggle that's a that's a people struggle that that that's something that was done for black people like so i i personally don't agree with giving up on lobbying and on pushing for change that should always be a part of the mission I don't know my history well enough to challenge that, but I know that men fighting for men's rights is not the same as black people not wanting to be lynched. More Do black think... men have been lynched than black women. Like that, right. that's a black man fight. No, Do no, you... but but people have to care and people don't care about what men want. Do you think enough men care about what men want? No. Okay. That was a good question. No. Uh -uh. Yeah. Um, because what I've noticed, um, even when it comes down to women being in these type of spaces, um, you'll hear a lot of guys, well, the women should work for us. Um, the women should be spreading our message. Um, the women should be kind of on the lines fighting that, for these. Well, I, I've heard I've heard it throughout the spaces over the years where um, guys will say, well, you know, women should also be um, trying to help us out with with these laws and you know if they're serious about wanting to empower oh, men yes yeah if like if women are serious about wanting to empower men then women should also be um trying to help out with the laws and stuff and my thought process is um i can't help men more than men want to help themselves you know what i mean the reason why i understand that second part so the reason why those men or who are men or whoever the reason why they're saying that uh, for women that say they care to talk to their representative essentially is because they will listen to you all and they won't listen to us. We know that. People um, care what women say. Well, well, uh, no, 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 um, because they have these things called lob. You know, you ever heard of a lobbyist? I have. Yeah, that's what most groups do. Um, when we like something or we like somebody you know we tend to lobby for things that we want and it's not a factor of um nobody will listen to um men i men actually run the majority of uh right. our system uh, uh, exactly of our of our body of our government body the thing is right. 
too. In addition to that, um, you can't get like that is that's that's almost like, oh, well, nobody will listen to me. So I'm going to give up. Men make shit happen. You have to keep pushing. You have to keep fighting against the opposition. You don't give up and just lie down and take it because it's only going to get worse. Nah, 50 years, 40 years, long enough. No one want to. No one. It's not. No, it's not a lifelong fight. This is not the civil rights movement. It's not that. It's, it's you not should, that. You should equate it to that. There's inter. Do you see feminists? They they believe there's intersectionality between feminism and civil rights issues and LGBTQIA issues. Black men and men in general better take up the same attitude. There's intersectionality. We we uh, just like there's civil rights issues and they're want. important to us you know being able to live comfortably in this country like otherwise you are literally saying i'm gonna lie down and take it they can do what they want to me in a in a female majority voting base even if you lobby for what you want and this assumes um because you know there's going to be opposition saying that with well, this politician is taking money from this hate group and you better believe both emigtal and sysbm has both been called hate groups um, that politician mm-hmm. will uh, will cut cut ties in a heartbeat to save their own ass. Um, it's already been tried. Um, that's interesting. That's that's specific. That's the conversation for men's rights activists. But I know that it's been tried and it has mm-hmm. not worked. And it's and they've, it's been tried for decades. Of course, and I, I I understand that, but I don't think that you give up. Like literally, anything worth having is worth fighting for. You gotta fight, and it's gonna be a lifelong fight. Anything. I'm gonna tell you something. Issues that are specific to my group, my group meaning black people, I'm willing to fight to the death for them. I'm not gonna be like, oh, okay, well, I give up because I can't have liberty in this country. I'm gonna opt out of this system and go to another third world country. My ancestors built this damn country. I will continue to fight, and I'm fighting not just for me, but for the my children who will come after me. My lineage, like the, the fight is that important to me. Or um you can go get a wife from a third world country bring her back here not recommended but you could do that or you can go live in that country i mean there's simpler ways of solving the same issue um you don't have to make it a life if it has to be a lifelong fight and you have to get married which you don't um then yeah but if you don't have to and there's multiple ways of eating an elephant then why choose the road for of most resistance when you don't have to um wait a minute kit clouds is not about fighting for these chicks it's fighting for a better system for for men for for men exactly won't happen exactly um and it's interesting because y'all are like we ain't fighting for we just gonna lead a country or we're not gonna get married or whatever whatever and i'm I'm white men been doing it for almost 50 years and they got nowhere no let me tell you something. There was a time when white men, you know, did have the law on their sides. And although white men have been doing it for 50 years and they've got nowhere, I assure you they're not going to stop. And I don't blame them. Like you have to be resilient. You have to push through. You don't just give up. That's like men fight and push through. Like who's going to be like, okay, this system doesn't work. Um, oh, you know, there's nothing we can do about it because the system favors women. And I, I just got to take it. Like, no, you don't have to take it. Right. You don't have to take it. That's why SYSBM comes in. You don't have to take it. You could just, all right, well, this system isn't working for me. 
Um, there's been a long track history of things not being changed. Okay, so we can either continue down the same path and get the same results, or we could do something different because doing the same thing and expecting different results is Einstein's definition of insanity. You and, guys are funny. And it's just, it's there's better <laughs> solutions to this the problem. The thing is, Supreme... Supreme was talking about that. I said I was willing to fight, but I said if I had to forfeit some of the privileges that I have as a woman, I would absolutely yeah. forfeit some of the privileges I have as and a woman. And we've said that. Yeah, but the interesting thing is we have men in this space, in our comment section right now, telling us that we should not be pushing men to advocate for themselves. What type of crazy, this is insanity. Like, I want to pull my hair out. I can't believe what I'm hearing. Girl, don't pull your hair out. You ain't gonna I, have no edges. Just like they ain't got none. <laughs> <sighs> okay um you're two women i believe you two would give up some of your freedoms but um you're talking about your female primary female base especially white women nah y'all know better than that come on now and i know better is, than that i understand what you're saying this is the last thing i'm gonna say people in the comments are saying we're trying to push you to fight for women or to stay on the plantation we are literally women telling men to fight for themselves what more like what more now we get flat all the time in this space but as women we're telling men stand up and fight for yourself you're telling women and i'm not saying you specifically but men in this space have told women oh you guys should be advocating for us you guys should be pushing for you know different laws and things that will benefit black men but we can't even get y'all to fight for y'all selves like how are y'all expected to lead us and for us to get behind y'all and y'all movement and, 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 and men's rights when y'all won't even fight for yourselves it's i don't even think that they want to i i don't necessarily think yeah and and i was gonna say i think they're totally past the point of even thinking about um if this was the 80s i would i would 100 agree with you but this is not the 80s we're way beyond that we're way beyond that you should never be beyond fighting for your rights and the rights of your group that's it but I don't think black men necessarily think that they belong to a group now. Um, mm. I think black women are still community based. Like we talk about the black community. I think black men kind of see themselves as individuals outside of the black community, outside of black people. They see themselves as individuals and especially, especially they still relate to themselves as a group. You hear them in this space, like there's respect amongst black men. They still actually, if you listen to a lot of the uh, thought leaders in this space, they talk about group as black men. They're just not including black women in that group. I've heard BGS Yeah, I, 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 I can, I, I say that, but what I'm saying too is, um, when you have black men that are especially black men that have been rejected and mixed how I'm glad you said that um, when black men have been rejected by the black community and have not been embraced by the black community Ever. I think they do look at themselves as a different entity outside of black people it's like okay y'all didn't accept me um, well I'm off to seek greener pastures I'm not fighting for anything that's going on over here this system has already fucked me why should i 
They use that when it's convenient because thinking black men consider themselves a group. They are there are different sects. Uh, select black men consider themselves a group. Like literally, educated lambs consider themselves a group. So they do consider themselves part of a smaller group. And I'm saying fight for those who are like minded and who think like you and who could benefit from changes in this system. Not if you're not. It's not about fighting for the black community. I'm saying fight for you. Even if, like I said before, even if the laws was changed, the market of women, I'm just going to be frank, the market of women that black men want primarily, that most of us want, is trash. Whew. That's such a most hard black post. women, most most black women, um, it's, y'all are not good enough for the men that y'all say that y'all want. Y'all are not good enough. Y'all are not Ooh. good enough. Mm, mm, mm. and good enough you're you're saying because in, in the... terms of in terms of simple things of being cooperative i mean that's free and that's simple can't even get that okay not good enough can't be in shape can't not be fat not good enough uh what's another one um marry before carry can't do that not good enough and then even y'all take it a step further. Not not you two. I'm not talking about you two, but there are I've heard thousands of times that if you're not willing to be a stepdad to some Pookie and Ray Ray's bastard, that you're not a real man. The that you're you, me that I've done. I I haven't been perfect, of course, but I haven't strayed too far off the path. I'm not a real man because I don't want to take care of. This this MFers kids, not good enough. It's that simple to me. It's that simple. So, but the whole thing is, and you you keep saying black women, but you've also ran into these same issues with white women. What white women, and you dated a white woman who had right. two kids. You're you're absolutely Naya right. Pookie. You're, you're absolutely right. You're you're okay. You're absolutely right. But I'm not. Yes, white women have the same problem, but I'm talking about the women that I want primarily. Okay. Okay. Black women is black women will always have my heart. That's all I want. I'm not going to discriminate against any other race, but black women is like I told y'all, blackity black women is what I want. But I'm not going to settle for nonsense. That's, no, worked, and you know what? Hard for that. Yeah, you, to be you, honest you, with you, to be honest with you, you don't have to, and you absolutely should not. Um, I think one of the best things that I love about our channel. Now we'll sit here and talk shit. Uh, to mix yeah, how passport bros, that's why it's BM. We're gonna talk our shit, but um, I I definitely think it's up to the man to seek out his own happiness and to do exactly what's gonna make you happy. Um, but we we do like to come and have these conversations and examine exactly what led you to a certain point and um your outlook on things. So I you know I think it's important for us to have these things established because when you look at our women when you talk to our women and our women hear these types of conversations our women we get really really defensive we get super super defensive um we don't really know how to process a lot of these things or it's really hard to hear um so yeah. you know okay. it's important to have a conversation mm -hmm. um and the thing yeah, is we're definitely the same not thing. B just been saying the same thing as well 
We're not, we're not, um, we're definitely not telling you, you should have to settle. We're like, we're, we don't even have, you absolutely should seek your own happiness. I guess me being passionate is really just about hearing black men no longer want to fight for themselves. No. Um, but you know, and that's a, that's an interesting conversation to explore there too, concrete, because if you have been rejected by black, regular black society, and you're seen as an outcast within the system and you're not able to get the women that you want. Um, even camaraderie with a lot of men is hard to, to come by. Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting cause you don't really know what to say. Like, what I'm should they asking, do? Yeah. I don't think most, <clears throat> I don't think most black men are asking for a lot. I mean, we're asking, like I said, um, the things that black men who have their shit together are asking for are free and, we're not getting it. So, okay. Mm -hmm. If you Let know, me ask if... you this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what about your own sexual market value? Um, how how big? How, how how important is that to you? <laughs> what? It's a serious question. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, what? What's so funny about it? What was the? Uh... Because I was prepared to answer the ask, answer the first question you asked, but go ahead. What, what was the question again? Well, what about your own sexual market value? How important is that? Um, I want to be an asset to my wife. Um, and if it's over time where um, I'm not, uh, if I'm not cutting it, then uh, I will do whatever I need to do to um, be up to her standard because her needs are important. Her needs and wants are just as important as mine. What would you consider your sexual market value here in these United States? In terms of what? Okay, Oops. do you think you're a, yeah, do you what think is, you're in a, no, a I'm a five. I'm a solid five. What? Yeah, so sexual market value for a man, because I've heard men say that a sexual market value for a man differs. Like it's not weighted, I mean, it's not the same category uh, well it's not the same parameters that um tie into a man's sexual market value that ties into a woman's but i tend to believe that it is women think that you know um physical appearance is important too um however you know if you have money then that can be sidestepped but um, um, i do yeah. think that's important um i mean i own my own home my own car um I'm a, I'm average at best in terms of looks, in terms of earnings, uh, making just north of three hundred. Um, so I don't know where that would rank amongst women. Uh, it's not for me to say, but as far as looks, yeah, I'm average at best, and and be happy. I'm happy to be average at best. So, are you looking for an average at best woman who's in sure shape and and, and yep. nice? Yep, I don't want a bad. As long woman. as she ain't fat. As long as, as she's she and, and a baby and a mama. baby mama. Okay. Now, now tell me if I'm asking for too much in America. That doesn't seem like it's too much, but I, some women may do. <laughs> Why you took that? Some women, women may do. <laughs> <laughs> seems like a lot, bro. Those three, those three variables is asking for Dang, too much. That seems like a lot, bro. <laughs> Wow. Seems like a lot, bro. I think you should lower your standards. Lower your standards and find you a wife. She said take them standards to hell. Listen, you know, um, because he's saving up all this money, he's are you gonna be able to run your businesses from the country that I work remotely. you 
Okay. Okay. Great. I hope they have internet and um, running Okay. Water. Yeah. Okay. So let me. Okay. <laughs> so one of my concerns, one of my concerns, is I get over there and the internet is complete dog shit, and that's going to be a problem. Um. So I have to do extensive research on that because that absolutely um, cannot be a problem. Um. As far as running water, I mean, I'll just pay to be where uh you're gonna have dysentery yeah over there. do you uh, have a what is that uh, <laughs> i said you're gonna have catch dysentery over there in them third world countries you know they water on the plane oh well, you, i don't yeah, think i'm gonna be pooping a lot I don't. yeah they have uh you know bio and stuff in in their water can't drink water in uh, flint michigan either but okay uh, <laughs> oh wow <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's one of my pretty much my only concern um, is the internet. Do you have a um, a community already established over there? No, um, I'm not there Ooh. yet. Um, yeah, there's still a lot of work I need to do. Uh, and when you going? Yeah, as soon as they. Well, my first trip is just going to be kind of like it's kind of like the pre preliminary kind of get like the lay of the land. Mm -hmm. um, if I meet someone, that's fine. But uh, probably second or third trip is when I'm looking to make a move. Okay. Have you um, have you started chatting it up with women from over there? You know, they have like their own little dating sites and yeah, stuff. Yeah, they got a little Tinder. They got Tinder over there and Backpage too. No, uh -uh. not Backpage. Chat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> no, not yet. No. Mm -mm. Oh. Okay, nope. so you you really have like a lot of hope um, to so find a thin woman that's cooperative. Yeah, yeah. a lot of hope is not really needed. Over there. <laughs> you don't really need a lot of hope to find that over there. No, so what I'm saying is no, because let's not let's let's keep it a buck, right? Um, there are starting to be not so good things associated with dating american black men or dating foreigners but it depends on how poor the country is right and a lot of women that are easy like that and that um would be quality um probably uh won't be working girls and a lot of women that don't have their shit together you know they be working girls over there and so i'm trying to figure out like are you willing to to go with someone who she may be beautiful um no. really really nice but she was a working girl at one no. point uh, and if mm. she was she better not tell me about it no. <laughs> oh. so if, if everybody if all the tourists know her just i uh, think just pretend like she was a waitress at the local restaurant <laughs> um but i i do think like brazil colombia is um becoming played out um and but there's plenty of other countries I know Guyana is not getting played out. I know that for a fact. Mm -hmm. um, and then you got Peru. I don't know how many countries is in South America. Um, I think actually think Mexico is part of North America. But you know, if if you know if Colombia doesn't work out, then of course there's Mexico, Guyana, then everyone else. Um, there's plenty of options, yeah. and then of course there's Southeast Asia. Um, but I'll I'll be going to Africa first because. 
like I said, I want, I want. Yeah, get you a, a woman from woman. the motherland. That's the but women in Guyana. But a lot of, right? To be completely honest, Guyana used to be, I guess, like popular, like at least along amongst different sects. Like a lot of Muslim men go there and find wives, and this they supposedly have, you know, very domestic, beautiful women who are traditional. And uh, Guyana is definitely a good option. Yeah, my neighbor is um, from Guyana. She's always trying to. Get me One of my friends off. is Guyanese, and she's so <laughs> she's beautiful, but she's very Western. Yeah, but things work very different. Um, she was trying to hook me up with this twenty-year-old, and I'm like, um, "No, Vegas can't like, be ch wrong? choosy." No, no. <laughs> well, I'm not begging anyone, but um, no, she was no, like, no, no. What? <laughs> Anyways, um, no, because it's normal for a man that's, I guess, fifty or forty to to marry someone that's like twenty. That's like it's not frowned upon there. As it would be like here. So you you wouldn't date a twenty year old? No, that's too young. That's too young. Hmm. For me, that's too young. And you? So, still... I'm sorry. What what's your age range? Yeah, I want to say between twenty five and thirty. Hmm. It's kind of like the sweet spot. Okay, because you still want kids and all that. Yep. Okay. yep. And I don't Are want you... a woman that's thirty. Well, 30 is really pushing it, but a woman that's 30 that's never had any kids, you know, I'm not trying to have her have any high risk. So that's five years. So you want multiple kids. You just kind of have to, like, go from none to, like, Pop them out, boom, back boom, to boom. back. Right. That, that's not a, you know, I wouldn't want to even ask my wife to do that. So, um, yeah. Are you willing to be, like, a total traditional husband or... Is it going to be a thing like your wife is working? How is nope. that going to work out? Total traditional. Um, to me, my philosophy is it doesn't make sense for two people to do the same thing unless they have to. Um, yeah, it doesn't make sense for her to work. Matter of fact, that would be a detriment if she's working. Um, I need her uh, taking care of the kids. Um, she could do whatever she wants as long as it doesn't get, get in the way of those two things. Um, she could do whatever she wants. But as far as working and Talking about being stressed, added stress? No. Why why introduce stress into a situation where you don't where it's not needed? Now, if she's one of those women that's like, I need to work because I don't want to lose myself, uh self of in uh uh, uh identity of self, stage left. Um <laughs> wow. let's see. uh yeah, because no, that there's so her identity me, is, her identity has to be wrapped <laughs> up in being a wife and mother. Correct. Um, um, I, I, as far as being a feminist, feminist ideas, I've got no patience for that because, yeah, I've had too many friends where, well, their wives will say that I lost myself and so on and so forth. Why are we talking about independence in a marriage? Like that doesn't make sense. That's I not clicking to me. I understand that, but you know, some people believe that the notion of total and complete dependence is also a, a, a you know, a detriment. A, yeah, because nothing is guaranteed you don't know like you said earlier relationships end and you know god forbid that your marriage would ever end but should it ever end you know you might possibly be responsible for her livelihood because you insisted on getting with someone who didn't work sorry damn is that is that swat <laughs> no no my fiance was doing something in the uh, bathroom next door he's <laughs> try to get off the phone <laughs> <laughs> Y'all real, real. I'm so done. That was good. That was good. <laughs> no, don't do that. 
like shit. <laughs> I am not subjugated. I assure you, he is working. Oh god! Oh goodness, that was good. <laughs> Shut up, man. And he did it twice, so you know, he didn't just do it the one time. That that second that second knock, you better get off. He's hanging something. Yeah. He's like the hammer or something. Oh goodness, that was good. Okay. Um, shout out to Eugene Steele. He had a question. He says, Can you compare and contrast MGTOW and SYSBM? Um, yeah, SYSBM um is basically uh what I would consider uh, black men that are mostly marriage-minded, looking for wives. Um, uh, and as far as MGTOW, usually um, those men are not, you know, screw the system, fuck the system. Marriage is out. <clears throat> and and MGTOW doesn't have um, tenants like SYS. Yeah, that's SYSBM, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I haven't even actually even looked at the tenants, but what the, the the idea of sysbm is pretty much identical to black man's option oh i never even heard of black men's options i, I just heard of it's the same idea mm. it was just a part of a, a small facebook group um yeah pretty much the same thing hmm. um mctow um a lot of your stuff seems to check out I've been really, really trying to find holes in your stories and stuff. <laughs> like I've Thanks really been up. trying. I ain't really found any holes in your story. I I try to be as I, I want to be. Uh, that sound that's going to sound terrible, but I try to be as as blunt and honest as possible. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Just, you actually sound very reasonable. You know, yeah. the, the title MGTOW is very off putting to many, and I remember initially seeing you comment in the chat. I'm like, oh god, here we go. But you, you definitely seem very reasonable. Yeah, um, yeah. There have been MGTOWs that has said some detestable things, um, things I certainly don't agree with. Um, and this, these are before the purges. <clears throat> um, there was this one. There was this one MGTOW. Uh, I think he went by Angry MGTOW. He would say like, you know, women are like cockroaches and they deserve to die and all this other crazy shit. Um, See, but, that's the type of foolishness I'd be expecting. Well, what? let me ask you a question, MGTOW Universe. Okay. What's your take on dolls? Sex dolls? Mm-hmm. Um, they're the future. You think so? Really? Yeah. Um, so there are right now there are artificial intelligence intelligent uh companions through phone apps um the only thing well the dolls now are pretty uh pretty basic they'll just increase over time now sister Rhodes, uh you've done uh, sister george you've done the uh the uh the research with um uh, incels. So I don't know what percentage it is of, I don't know, men not having sex before 30 or something like that. Hmm. Um, and when you're talking about that demographic, that's, that's big business. Um, you know, sex dolls will only get more sophisticated. Listen, okay. I actually, I'm gonna be honest with you. And this is like never before heard footage. Um, I had actually looked into the research and had actually thought about starting like a, a dollhouse um, shop or whatever. Um, 
and I'd be charging out the yin yang. I think they had a place over in Germany or Amsterdam. It's one of yep. those countries yep. um, that had like the the like a, a house. You know what yep. I'm saying with the dolls in it. And they said the line was out the door. Like yeah, they shut it down. Yeah, that's interesting. I used to think that was white folk stuff. Real talk. And to be completely honest, like I guess th- my problem with that is like that's very. That's like anti-life mindset to think that women can be replaced by dolls. Like it's the, it's just as bad as women who saying, I don't need a man. I don't want to procreate. I don't want like they want nothing to do with anything with, uh, that relates to relationships. Um, I find that to be like detrimental to the longevity of a people. Uh, well, I, I think that's right the direction dolls. we're heading in. I'm sorry. Make yeah. dolls don't really... MGTOW specifically don't really care about the know. Um, know. the uh, um, the future of kids because the problem is like well if you introduce the idea of what about the kids and then of course the natural response to whatever your answer is going to be well then men have to do this to ensure the future of kids and it's going to be something that's not in his best interest so no now as far as sex women dolls, feel the same way that it's not in their best interest to marry and procreate so literally we're at odds and i think yeah, i understand I, I believe you're right this is likely gonna be the future it's a sad future but it's gonna be the future nonetheless no there's gonna be there's gonna be workarounds um um i know bjs talks about the artificial womb um all the time uh, it's uh and that's also <laughs> a great point um i don't know I don't know what, I mean, it's a multi-billion dollar business, sex toy industry for women. But as dolls get more sophisticated, um, then yeah, those incels, those going to be the first ones that's willing to pay $1,000, 5000 $10,000. I can see they're, they're inserting wounds in those dolls at some point. <laughs> like, watch, because are, yeah. are the population going to be so low that we won't be able to? They won't. Yeah, they won't. They won't give that men. They won't give men that kind of control. Nope. I don't know. They doing it for the. Um, they give it to women, but they won't. Give it they giving it to LGBTQIA. They um already doing research on implant wounds. So I right, but for single men, for single men, nah, nah. Um, people, people uh are too afraid of what men will do with that. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, sex dolls is the future. Um, all someone has to do now. All a company has to do now is put that sex doll with the AI companionship software and uh, upgrade that hardware a little bit, and you have yourself a multi-billion dollar market. Wow. And that's, um, we're talking about 10 years, 20 years tops, not 50 to 100, but 20 tops, in my opinion. Would you ever get a doll? <clears throat> no. Well, actually, no. Let me let me not let me not tell that lie. It depends on um, what example could I use? Um, damn, now I'm blinking. What is a sci-fi movie where a sex doll was highly if if it's an indistinguishable from a quote-unquote real woman? Yeah, because it would just you, it, think you don't have to be deal able with to be that real. <clears throat> All you got to do is have a conversation and not be a pain in the ass. That's all men want. I'm saying like the feel, the look, the touch is going. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's not hard. I don't, I don't, I'm not a roboticist. I don't think that would be hard to, hmm. to, um, to replicate. 
So then how how important is the connection in all of that good stuff to you? Right. Well, you can have a connection to a uh, a sex doll. If you have a sex doll, that's It would be a computer created connect. That's not there's no I don't care about that. Guys don't care about that. Oh, wow. And I would even say people don't wow. even care about that because I'm seeing from I'm seeing the feedback from these AI companionship applications. People don't care. They just want someone to talk to that's not judgmental, that's not trolling, that's not a pain wild. in the ass. You um, know what? That that ties into how women think that men think. <laughs> how yeah. women believe that men right. think that literally, you know, they don't care about having a genuine connection with them. If they can have their needs met and you serve them and service them, that there some men will be satisfied by that. Um, connection is important, but um, guys don't mind having uh, a manufactured connection because a connection is still a connection. It's y'all women that trips over that. Men don't trip over that. This is like the Twilight Zone. I never thought I'd see that. <laughs> hey, listen. <clears throat> I'm sitting over here flabbergasted. Y'all really didn't see this coming? I mean, oh. like... Like I, I tried, like, you know, I tried. One to thing men myself. are very good at doing is solving their own problems. So whether mm -hmm. it's SYSBM or the artificial womb or AI companions or sex dolls, men will solve this problem of like in whatever percentage it is of incels not having sex between 30, that will be solved. Whether it's in five years or 10 years or 20, um, there's a market there and someone's going to realize there's a market there. And, you know, Germany, you know, the the we call them default women. So the default women in Germany threw a stink because men would rather go to the sex doll house instead of uh, effing them. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so they got that shut down when they got pressure from those women and the uh, this, uh, sex work positive groups and all the other stuff. So. Yeah, that's just a taste of things that y'all coming up with default women, cishet women, cishet men. Like, I, I, I don't like it. Imagine if the like, doll was like cisgendered but binary or some <laughs> shit. You would be like, if what? Was one name to describe women, uh, a being with with boobs and a butt, and it was woman, <laughs> and like all the other things weren't added. But I do think there's a market for that too. <sighs> This is like, man, who who lied and said women can't let you can't replace black women? They on their way. Lord, I got I got to warn the sisters. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, I think the oh. sisters are 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 coming to terms that they are. I being don't think women. No, I, I think that women literally are trying to like we're at a stalemate. But I think that women feel like if we opt out of the system, men will 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 come around. I don't think women know how in depth this is really is that with no the walls definitely and, like, not that's a terrible you know, women strategy don't even, yeah women are kind of like uh we 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 don't pay attention to that type of stuff well like, the whole thing is and this is what this is my theory um most men won't be able to escape the matrix and i think women understand mm -hmm. that um when you understand that most won't be able to escape um you try to research the ones that um will and have you know so you can kind of know what's what but um most won't be able to escape most are stuck here so they may be stuck here but then there's other avenues i mean um if if america bans sex dolls and which i do think is coming um because the women's group women's group will not have it um the white women will not have it um 
And then, of course, there's going to be mar- there's going to be a market for black market sex dolls. You cannot um, wow. stop men if, if if you introduce a new variable um, into the environment and people are aware of it. You cannot just sweep that under a rug and pretend like it doesn't exist. So, for example, if men know sex dolls exist and they're almost indistinguishable from a real quote unquote real woman, it's over. It's over. They're they'll they'll work hard. They'll work two and three jobs. They'll work themselves into the ground to save up fifty thousand dollars to get one if that's what it takes. Instead of dealing with uh, a real woman and having divorce and dealing with women shit, that's over. That men will go to great lengths to get these sex dolls, but they won't go to great lengths to fight for themselves. Lord, the reason I'm why, baby. The reason why is because with the sex doll, you don't have any risk. You don't have uh, maybe this could happen or maybe that could happen. You don't have the liabilities. You so, don't have you don't have any of that. It's just you're paying fifty thousand dollars for peace of mind, and you will not get that with any woman on the planet. You'll get close, but you can't. And fifty thousand dollars is a small price to have that. To be quite frank. With wow. You. Just wow. You'll see productivity with men go through the roof if that ever happens, but you'll know why. Wow. Um have y'all seen the show Black Mirror? I have. No. That's my my stuff. I love um yeah, I've I've watched Black Mirror. Some of the episodes, uh uh there's a few with like AI and like sex dolls and stuff. Most of that stuff has already come true. And yeah. if it hasn't come true, we're not far from it. Right, 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 right. Um did you ever see the episode um to like there was like this dating episode to where the computer would generate and tell the people how long they would be together. They'd break up, they'd match them up with somebody else. They'd tell them how long they'd be yep. together. I remember that one. Yep. I thought that was really interesting. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's kind of where we're headed to now, even with like the social ratings and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. But again, sex box can't, can't exist in that environment because if it does that's just not gonna work they had a show on a and e that had a show about um uh people ais and people um interacting together i forgot the name of it but that was actually a good show it didn't last i don't think it lasted very long but there was one guy who was married and he introduced a um uh and that is weird to me that's whoa uh, he was married to his wife, and he has a sex doll. I guess that's his side chick. And his wife is okay with it because he's not actually out there cheating, which I get, you know. Um, but sex doll as a side chick, that's a new one, even for me. That's crazy. Um, I'm. You know what? It's it's interesting because it's like the more the – I'm glad I actually found this space – because I'm learning a lot about stuff that I just never would have thought about. And then the attitude towards it, um, you don't have an attitude of disgust or uh, fright or, um, you know, like it's anything off-putting. It's like, look, um, we feel like the women have become so bad that we're willing to, to take it mm-hmm. to this level. And I don't think that most women understand that men are actually willing to go to another level with it. And they're actually wanting to go beyond. So I, yeah. you know, 
I think I, I love really it. I, I hope it gets worse. Hope things get much worse for men. Are you sure about that? I do. Why? Is because that? because <laughs> because when things get bad, uh, again, one thing we can count on is men solving their own problems. So if it wasn't for feminism, there would be no MRA. There would be no MGTOW. I'd probably be married with ten kids. Um, they they most certainly wouldn't be any SYSBN. But that white woman you was with? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh no i'll probably be with the i'll probably be with the first or second one um there certainly wouldn't be any black men's options um there would be no sex dolls there wouldn't be any need for it um so um when men are forced to uh when they're in a position to be forced to rethink about how they think about things then to me most of the things that they create are beautiful there are some weirdos out there that will resort to violence Obviously, I do not endorse violence um, unless it's in self-defense. Um, but, you know, like sex dolls and AI companions, um, in my opinion, we have feminism to thank for that. Wow. Um, do you support, you don't support any aspects of feminism? I support, you know, women, you know, doing what they want and equal pay and uh, being fair and all the other stuff. I'm talking about like the, the anti-male stuff, male, male spreading. I know women's groups have tried to make uh, visual rape, excuse me, visual grape a thing for like a year and so. I remember those yeah, days. That shit is wild. Uh, uh, I, I don't know if you New York still has that law in their subways about men sitting with their legs too wide. Um, uh, yeah. Um, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, as far as women being doing you know having the opportunity and going to school and stuff i will always support that stuff i have no issue with that so you do support certain aspects of feminism <clears throat> yes okay it gets to be um i'm not gonna even say confusing but it, it's it's like um most countries that have the most feminist feminine feminine women actually subjugate their women um and I, you know, that's a lot of the reasons that the women are really, really submissive. What are your... That's a good thing for men. That's a great thing for men. I'm just being honest. So... I'm not saying I support it. I'm not supporting... I don't support all of it. But, I mean, if they're looking... If those countries are looking at first world countries, and they are, um, they don't want their women to turn out like our women. And they will do whatever needs to be done to prevent that from happening. So how well do you think with your own um, Western ideologies that you will be able to fit into into their their culture? I haven't really thought about that. I don't I don't know. I don't I don't think I don't know. OK, I, don't, I, mean, I haven't really I haven't really thought about answer. that. Um, I, I don't know. I guess uh, what what do you mean by uh, can you be more specific? I don't know. What you okay, mean. like um, let's say the woman is showing out a little bit. Um, Cut her loose. Stage left. In another I country, no, I have no. Um, yeah, I'm not. Even if it's your wife, even if it's my wife, because that's just going to be a problem. Um, I understand the idea behind disciplining. Um, but it's just, it's, I, I'm just not that dude and I don't want to be that dude. So it's just going to be on to the next. 
No, well, hold on. Let me let me take that back. What do you mean by showing out? Because that could mean a variety of things. Um, you know, let's say she watched a television show and she all of a sudden wants a job, and you're like, "Well, you know, you need to be home, to take care of the kids." And I want a job. I want a job. You know, and she starts crying and. Um, cause she, you know, that maybe be the first time they had a university on her side of town. I don't know. She might want to go to school and like one I job. said before, like I said before, if she's one of those, I don't want to lose myself, uh, my sense of self and I, or I need to work. So I'm not completely dependent on you stage left. You know what? I don't think that a lot of women go into situations with, those ideologies I, I do think that a lot of women develop those ideologies as they get older um especially if they haven't accomplished anything and with women you do have some women who actually want to accomplish who want to make an impact on the world as a human being but you know i and i don't think that's fine i i support you just do it on somebody else's time and not on mine um, okay. I, I, those women, in my opinion, those women that want to, you know, take the world by, uh, by the horns. Yeah. I don't think they make very good wives, but you know, I'll support you just not on my time. That's not what I'm looking for. And if she changes and there's kids involved, I, I don't know what I would do, but wow, I'd probably say, send me the check. Okay. And just start to know. Because I can't be in that situation. There's just that's just not going to work. If we had a conversation and then she changes over time, it's a problem. I don't know. I don't, I'm not definitive in my answer and how I would respond, but it's a it's definitely going to be a problem. And I already said that I'm not going to resort to uh, to discipline or violence. Um, so I don't know what I would do as an alternative there. But I probably most likely would say send me the check. Hmm. In what ways would you discipline your wife? No, I, I said I wouldn't. You wouldn't discipline her at all. Um. Well, we can have a conversation, but in terms of like discipline, discipline, and you know what I'm talking about, then yeah, I'm not that guy. Okay. No. Um, I'm going to read the Super Chat. Shout out to Derek Mitchell. He says, homie been watching too many episodes of Chobits? Chobits? That was Chobits. Chobits. I don't know. I've never seen it myself. <laughs> I thought you I'd be saying Black Mirror, then. Hey. <laughs> Shout out to Grinch. Grinch, don't you owe me $5 or something? Um, he says, what about the men who are into BDSM? And the guys that are a bit sadistic, a plastic Pocahontas isn't going to be able to feel real pain. Those dolls might work, but it's definitely for a certain type of motherfucker. Well, you um, can, thank you so much for the um, super chat. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. Are you, are you into? No, absolutely not. Um, but you can program like uh, a robot to respond given uh, a certain uh, stimulus. Um, but no, I'm well, the dog not. gonna be saying, "Ouch!" I, I don't. <laughs> that <laughs> that hurts. Please stop. Oh Ouch! <laughs> Please don't hit me. Malfunction. Ouch! <laughs> Uh, 
Please don't hit me again. It's coming. Please don't hit me again. Please don't hit me again. Please don't hit me again. We're about to drop the link. Not harder. Have you seen the show? um, I wouldn't be surprised to be completely. That's the show I was thinking about. Humans. That's the one I was talking about. Yeah. Y'all watch the same type of stuff. I've never, I don't watch a lot of I've never heard of it. Humans was lit. Yeah. Humans was lit. (laughs) Now, if you have uh, synthetics, they call them synthetics. If you have synthetics, (laughs) yes. Um, If they're on that level, it's over. It's all over. Yeah, because the man cheated on his wife with the with a maid, and that was a robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Humans was lit. Um, did they ever have a? Se- I saw the first season. I never they did see the second a season. Third season, I believe, and they, I oh, think they wow. stopped it after the third season. Okay, well, that's gonna be something for me and Curlin to watch. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, General, welcome to our show. Hey, what's General, up? what's good? What's happening? Hey, listen. Um, I hear a lot. I hear some disingenuous up here. The brother is trying to be as, as front, is trying to be as accurate as he can be. And here's the real thing. All right. In all fairness, if Black American women, because Concrete Rose loves to talk about her people, and I so do I. I love talking about my people, Black people. I only desire and have a fetish for and want to be with a Black woman. So let me say it like this: If Black women were so invested in black men and wanting black men to couple with them and to create families would they don't you think they would have changed by now don't you think some of the behavior would have gone away by now god damn it we're changing who made that oh, argument sorry though? i got it well that well that's the argument that i'm making because it seems like as we continue to go down since you know over the past of the last 10 to 12 15 years things are things are only getting worse they're getting more and more out of hand no man wants to pick a, a woman um and he goes out with her and then it's you know niggas are laughing at her laughing at that dude talking about oh that chick was on only fans bro no right. man wants that right so, so no no is- no but y'all y'all support y'all support the same things that y'all say that y'all supporting, dislike supporting, yeah if supporting, if a chick is able Danielle. to make ten thousand dollars in an hour but there's see, somebody the out there supporting it. her but that's a disingenuous part of it what we support may not be or is not or should not be the same thing that you want you see what i'm saying for for a companion or a mate you you can watch you might like to watch porn you might like to watch a certain type of porn but nobody says that you have to settle for that not a chance Nobody's saying you have to settle for that. So what we have is a disingenuous conversation. Every time we come up with these conversations ahead, it's the onus what? is always What's put, in wait, g- Can disingenuous? I finish? I don't have much time. I don't have much time, sister. The disingenuous part is every time we have one of these conversations, it always get pointed back on the men. No one is talking about the corrective actions that the women need to take in order to, it's like this. Black women need to stop and think and look. If black men were in the position that they're in where the top percent, the top 33% of our women are choosing to go outside of the country and outside of the race, if the top 33% of black women were doing that, black men, maybe not as a collective, maybe not as a whole, but for the most part, we say, wait, 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 wait. Why are all the top women, all of our sisters are leaving us? 
Why are they going outside the community? It's a problem. And we but that wasn't that. the point, General. We weren't talking. We were talking about men fighting for themselves, men lobbying for laws to be changed. We weren't telling like, them. We weren't okay, pushing. wait. We said, exactly. Where are you getting that from? I, I, yes. I got an answer. I, oh, oh, that leads into that answer. I got an answer for that. Men are fighting for themselves. This is why they're choosing to make the decisions that they're making. They're saying that as opposed to relationships, I can't get any peace or seem to get any woman to be um, in unison with the desires that I have as a black man. So I might as well leave and fuck the whole system because the system has been against us from day one. I went through the system. Y'all know my story two, three times. I had a foreign wife. I've done that. So I know the system and I know how the system reacts to men, not just black men, but men of all races. It, the system works like this. You married her. You stayed with her for 10 years. You had these kids with her. Whether she put anything into the relationship or not, she gets half. You right. start men start out at less than fucking you. When you walk into the courtroom, you might as well say I'm starting at zero. She's starting at half. But the problem is a big part of the problem is is the majority of black men that are divorced are not paying alimony. Um, if anything, they would be paying child support, if anything. But the majority aren't paying alimony. So um, it's not that she would get half. And then we're talking like women aren't working in this country. The median um, income for black men is $42,000 a year. Women right. have to work. So if women and men are going As to work should. and contributing to the household, then that's not just a man giving up half. I think when men make certain arguments as it pertains to marriage and divorce, I think that a lot of men live vicariously through other men and saying that, well, you know, we had to, we had to give up half. And then every time we see a celebrity that gets a divorce and the celebrity ends up having to shell out uh, lots and lots of money, we tend to go off of those observations and try to relegate that to our actual lives. But that's not the case statistics don't support that and so my question is okay so if statistics don't support that what are y'all talking about general um you've been divorced a couple of times correct mm -hmm, mm -hmm. did and this you is why I'm, and this is why i'm telling you what i'm saying the reason why on average most black women and most average people men and women who make that 42.5 per year the reason why men in that bracket are not paying paying alimony because it's not worth the fight and here's another little misconception that a lot of people have a lot of women don't ask for alimony they simply go in there and ask for child support period they don't even think about alimony and then you have to meet a certain criteria in order to get alimony you see how yeah that but, so but that's my, my more, point Right. So so the alimony, what we're doing is splitting atoms like we always do. Now we're it's not. About no, 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 no. It's not so splitting atoms. It's not splitting atoms because the first you thing you came up here and said, you know, um, when they get divorced, then, you know, she gets to take half. And that's not yes. the case. That's not true. It is the on average, on average, that is the case. Unless you are a man who have your P's and Q's together and you understand how the system works and you go in there and you can make a valid fight for yourself. Most men, most average men do not have the money, the time, nor the resources available to them to fight for that that 50%. Listen, it's like this. It's like this. I'm going to ask you a question. Would you, as a woman, would you think that it would be fair for you to marry a man, stay with that man for 10 years, you make $140,000 a year, that man stays at home, 
right? Or maybe he works, but he makes $42,000 a year. And then the relationship goes bad. And then that man comes and goes to the court and says, I won't have, I won't have her shit. And then you would have to pay out half of your shit. Do you think that that is a fair deal for men? I don't think that it is a fair deal for men at all, but so, that is not the case that most people are fighting for. That is, that's not the same thing. And just a uh, shout out to Mr. Curlin, because he said half and alimony are separate. Um, half, yes. what I'm saying to you is, if you enter into a relationship and you are both working, you're both working, um, a lot of men like to make it sound like the woman isn't doing anything but sitting on her ass and eating bun buns all day. And if that's the case and she wanted half, I, I would I would say that, you know, you would have a dog in that fight. But a lot of men talk from a perspective of two people being in a household. Most people don't receive alimony. Most most majority not even a small okay. percent it's the majority majority of people don't receive alimony M so, most people would get child support at best at right. best and here's the reason at why. best and here's, the, and here's the reason why you know, they get child support and if they marry they can the woman can opt for the house she can opt for the furniture of the house she can opt for the second vehicle that they own i've been through the system that's why i know i'm telling you how it works she can, and, and can those women worked correct man. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. But we all know, we all know that we're talking about certain caliber. We're not talking about the 50 50 niggas. I'm talking about men that I know have had their own homes. They had the, the cars, they had the money. And then she came into the relationship, even though she had a job. We all know that nine times out of 10, men that are worth their salt, salt really don't depend on a woman for her money to help him pay the mortgage, the right. light, the water, the gas. The clothing, the food, and all that shit. We um, know. Um, if that's if you're not, if not, you're talking about not, the average man and their the average the median income at forty two k a year, and he's dealing with a woman, then yes, that woman is more than likely required to pay something. More again, than likely I'm, I'm, in most households, you again, know, we, we like to use these arguments um, to relegate it to it being like um, two out of the 10 guys that d paid all the bills. That's not the case in most American households. Let's keep the I'm argument not, to the average not, household. OK, well, let's keep the argument to the average household. The reason well, let's talk about why men are, are, are opting out of dealing with a black woman to begin with why men are opting out of marriage to begin with because a lot of men would rather take that 42 five and say i would rather be by myself i would rather go outside i would rather have peace than to be dealing with all of this emotional baggage that comes with uh, some with a lot of our sisters period and that's why we have the divorce rate being at 80 percent in the black community which eight, eight out of ten times women are filing for these divorces that's the reason why we have groups like MGTOW. That's the reason why, that have sprung up recently and are growing and are getting stronger. That's the reason why we have SYSBM. That's the reason why we have all these other little factions of groups of men saying, I'm just going to go my own way, man. Pump and dump. Because I, they don't you see know any what? value the, in it. The whole thing is, and that's what I was explaining to uh, MGTOW Universe, is, you know, it's important to hear aspects and to understand exactly where our men are coming from when they are talking, when they have these types of ideologies. It's important. It's important for me to know that. And even as a married woman, it's definitely important for me to know that and to understand that about our counterparts. I, I'm, I, I do have an, I do have an interest in it, but you have a lot of women 
who simply don't give a damn. They don't exactly. Care. Oh, and this is, I would say most. I'm 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 gonna go. I'm gonna pass. I don't even Mike think it's most. I, I'm gonna pass the mic real quick because I only came up here to say a couple of things. All right, a woman's value is when she has a man. We're talking about relationships here. A man that is willing to say, "Hey, I will take the burden and the load completely off of you. I will holistically take care of you. I will put you in a home, not just a home, a house, but a home." I will make it possible for you to be a stay-at-home woman. I will pay your medical, your dental, your life insurance. I will make life plus 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 for you. The only thing that I ask of you is for you to cooperate. The seven principles, that's all men ask women to do is operate, cooperate with them on the seven principles. I give you my provisions. You take care of it just like you earned it because that's what you're doing essentially. I give you my protection. You respect it. I give you order, discipline, structure guidance and leadership these are the things i come with all i ask is that you cooperate with that and the average black woman women in general but black women in particularly are not willing to do that what they want is they want the advantages of all of those things but they only want to accept the top two they only want to accept the provisions and the protections anything other than that they don't want nothing to do with it a la jada Pickett smith they don't want nothing to do with it she don't want no leadership, no order, no, discipline, no structure. Most women, I didn't say I didn't say that she did, but again, that's what most women are coming. That's the ideology ideology that a lot of brothers are finding that a lot, most women have in the modern society in 2022, April 20th. That's the ideology that a lot of women are walking around here. I've seen video after video after video of women sparking up on Instagram, sparking up on on twitter and everywhere else talking about i only want a man for certain things yes i want a man but i want to be able to do what i want to do well you just can't do that if you're not being paying the cost to be the boss it they've been talking like that since the 80s they've been talking like that long 80s yeah but old, they I'm wait 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 wait, wait a minute like wait a minute that, they they've been allowed to get away with certain ideologies now you need to bring blame our our forefathers for certain as aspects of relationships oh, that they allow to happen um a woman ain't gonna do but what you allow her to do and, and if why. you allowed a woman to run amok and show her natural black ass and tell you how it was gonna be and you chose to be a slave to the vag then that's exactly what you got um now we're we're having to pay for a lot of those things now but exactly. it was because somebody did not hold those women accountable back then and that also can't be ignored and that's fine most men of, of a certain time will accept that most men of a certain era will accept that we will take responsibility and accountability for our actions for the things that we didn't do what we should have did or that we couldn't do when we, we did and, and that we can't do so now as you see you pay it forward now what's happening to get a dog and die alone cats invest in cat food because that's the option well like i think that's the same thing for men and die alone right it's not the, yeah it's not it's not the same thing for men because men uh, how you figure because there's a different power dynamic the power dynamic set up is set up is for supply and demand women need re resources men have the ability to create and get these resources women need protection women now men have, have the ability too men have the okay ask the women in ukraine about that getting the resources shit. you talking about ukraine that's that's right. not the same thing a as a as a, a woman in america that's able to obtain an education that's able to own her own business um and to create her own resources it's not the same thing and i think the men over here um are more so having to adapt to to women in that aspect than it was like 
for other countries and he dropped down. <laughs> okay. Shout out to Marquise912. He says Lizzo's boyfriend won't last three months. No man on earth can stand up to them jokes they're going to make. Well, she already been with her boyfriend for at least three months since they've been together since Valentine's Day. And he's quite a handsome actor. So somebody won't big Lizzie and he ain't big. He's attractive. He's an actor. I'm sure he had his pick of women and he chose Gold big Lizzie. Mm. <laughs> you know what? Go on. What? Go, go on. Go on. Um, shout out to Jay the Conqueror. He says, hey, Abuela. Hey, Concrete. Don't let the white man win. Um, always bet on black there, Jay. <laughs> always bet on black. Um, thank you so much. We ain't signing. Eh, what's up? How you ladies doing today? Hope everyone is well. Hope your family well is safe. So yeah, um, it's an interesting topic, and I do have to agree with the gentleman. It's definitely better for a man to die alone than to live with a contemptuous woman. I mean, even God said that, right? So we can't argue with God. No, 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 no. See, a contemptuous woman and an ugly woman are two totally different things. <laughs> and that's where y'all be fucking up at, right? So the and fat woman, the fat woman can be very sweet. She's very mm -hmm. kind. She she can cook shit from scratch. She gonna feed um, you. She gonna feed you. She knows when to be quiet. She's very pleasant. Um, she knows how to make a bed. She does hospital corners. She'll run a bath. Um, mm. she knows how to raise kids. Frying chicken better than she's, the colonel. She's business. interested in passing down traditions. You think right? Nineteen twenty. Like may, may may I finish? May, may I finish and explain? But I'll, I'll explain your point and then I'll, I'll go back. Okay, so a fat woman is a rebellion is in rebellion to her man, and a fat woman shows the level of respect she has for a man by her size. If she does not respect her man, she's not going to care about her weight. She's not going to care about healthy eating. Number two, the reason why she's in rebellion of, of her man is because when they have children, she's going to teach those children bad habits. And that's when you're going to have childhood type 2 diabetes, right? Eating bullshit because she's going to teach them to eat. That's, bullshit, not, that's right? not correct. It's, it's, it is correct because in it's general- not. In general, the, that's your we, feelings about something, but that's not actually correct. Studies, statistics, statistics show that bigger women actually make better wives. Based you never what? heard. Based on can, what? Can I can I can I can I explain why I'm I'm statistically correct? Because number one, studies show that we as a community are are overweight. Studies showed that we as a community overrepresent chronic disease in America. Studies showed that we have mm. uh, high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, all these things that can be changed by lifestyle. And we are the worst at it. I mean, come on, can we admit that as black folks? Um, it's interesting that men don't necessarily take accountability for their own no, health. No. And then, because, no, uh, uh, let me let me finish. Y'all okay, don't okay. necessarily take accountability for your own health and getting your family in check and in shape. The uh -huh. the reasons that a lot of shit got out of control is because men did not have any control over their own households and chose and chose to be under a matriarch. And so until men learn how to take back control, then, mm -hmm. you know, it, it wouldn't be if then men held women accountable. Right. 
Right. Okay. So, so I'm a, I'm, I'm a reasonable person. So I will, I will agree with you halfway, but I think men back then don't get a fair shake. I don't think men, especially black men had the power to correct or check women back then. So that's where I disagree with you. However, I do agree with you on this point. They tolerate it. And by tolerating, you allow people, you're, you're letting people know how to treat you. So I do agree with you there, right? That we tolerate it where it shouldn't have been tolerated. However, when we talk about, when we talk about poor diet, 70% of us grew up in a single mother household from late generation X to millennials. So we didn't have a father. So we grew up, both men and women grew up thinking those type of eating eating habits was normal because single moms, I'm, I'm, I'm one as well. I'm a product of a single mother as well, did the same thing. And I was overweight for a long time and I lost 125 pounds, but I got that way because I, I had- So you can go with a big woman who could lose it too. You can motivate her. No, no, because she has poor discipline. <laughs> and, and it's not it's not about her. She has poor discipline and she's going to send that to my children. So I you had poor discipline at one point in time, but was able point? to develop a character of strong discipline, but you ain't willing to get with a big mama and and, and wait I don't want my kids her. to go through that struggle. I want my kids to do better than me. I don't want them to grow up like me. I want them to do better than me. I want them to grow up in a better environment, right? So this is what accountability looks like. This is what it looked like not tolerating it. Yes, I grew up fat, but I lost the weight. But I'm not going to put my children in that position dating another big woman because I don't want them to go through those struggles. That would make me a piss poor parent. You know you can have a big kid even though, like, I've seen two two small people that have fat, chunky kids. So You're you absolutely know. right. But why, why not do my due diligence on my part? So if I'm thin, my wife is thin, and they got chunky, well, at least I can look at myself in the mirror and say, I did my part. I, 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 listen, I have no argument for it. I, I, I think that people should be with people who they're attracted to. Um, but I do think that um, it's important to have realistic standards. That I, if you, you know, I'm glad you said that, Concrete, because do you think that MGTOW actually has realistic standards? Are you serious? To be completely honest with you, I don't see anything realistic about his standards. I mean, really Did you hear him? he was like, are you serious? The, the, the primary thing that he was focused on is making sure that she's not overweight and that, you know, she has a pleasant disposition. Like, I don't think that that is unrealistic. Do y'all really think I'm asking for too much, though? No, I don't. Okay. Yeah. Um, If you're thinking that she's supposed to be like a size two and she's yeah. supposed to just be so nice and kind and sweet. I think that's totally unrealistic. Oh, if, okay. I, if 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 that's, uh, I don't know what I don't know what the the, uh, the size to weights and all the other stuff. But um, see, you don't if, even know. Uh, I know what's another way woman when I see you, one. Um, yeah, what's the actress that you that you're really attracted to? Regina Hall. Regina Hall. Really. Oh. Are you serious? Regina Hall is small. Uh, I'm trying to think of like uh, an actress. I was going to say Megan like, uh, like Megan Good in the 90s was the okay, 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 okay. I thought he was going to say like Neil Carter. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, don't, don't give me up. Uh, do you guys watch The Wonder Years, the new one with Don Cheeto as the narrative? I thought no. about it. No. I, I didn't even know they had a new one. They do. Yeah, they have a new one. But the, the girl in there, 
Uh, she's big, but she's pretty, right? She's really pretty, but she's like, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of big girls that are pretty, so I can see why dating a big girl is attractive because mm -hmm. they are friendly, they are nice. And some big girls are really cute, right? In high school, I went to, one of the prettiest girls in our school was a big girl. She was like at least 60 pounds overweight, but she had the prettiest yeah. face. I don't right? think men really know about like, you know, how bodies are proportioned. Like, for example, I don't no. know if you guys watch like maybe Married to Medicine, but there's a woman on there. Her name is Toya and mm -hmm. she is thick, uh, like, you know, got the butt, the hips and but she's not fat like in appearance. You wouldn't look at her and see that she's fat, but I'm certain that she's overweight. But her fat mm -hmm. is proportionate. She has thick uh, hips and butt. So it doesn't she's look like she's fat, but she would be considered overweight. No, but they have like a fit 200. So, you yeah. know, I started just, I just started going to the gym and stuff. Right. And yeah, but of no, course, but, but there's some, there's some women, they like, they have a gut, like the woman on the wonder years, she has a gut. You can see her stuff. Oh, y'all worried about how the fat is proportioned. So if Lizzie just had it all in the backside, she'd they be cool. If oh, she had a good yeah. hip to thigh ratio. Okay. Yeah. Um, that would be cool. But, you know, um, black men support obesity more than any other race of men. Um, yeah, I, I know. Um, so, it, you know, it gets to I, the only thing that black men are concerned about is a woman not being proportionate, not even if it's healthy or not. It's just proportions. So so part of it is our fault. Right. Because we tolerate that. So I, I can say that like black men do like big women right we we do i don't i like thin. that's why i'm here in asia if i can't see your rib cage the two rib cage at the bottom i can't fuck with you but in general wow yeah i like the, the all all you of them know they thin. say people who used to be overweight are the biggest critics of other people's bodies and yeah. like you know whew. I, heard I could believe it. He over there passing judgment. His ass. Is, said, if she don't have a you have the damn pack, grease the dough. Rocks. <laughs> if she don't no, have I a twelve pack, that she can kick rocks. But he only like Asian. He having to go through the damn Asian dough sideways, but trying to talk small. about somebody need to be a size two. Asian to be small but hangy, be small but have that loose skin hanging. So listen, they don't necessarily be toned, but um, I, I feel you. Look, that's your preference. I, I can't yeah, knock I another mean, person's preference. But even even in East Africa, the women are 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 are, are thinner, right? They're thinner mm -hmm. and they're black, mm -hmm. right? So like you know, I mean, that's healthy weight. Right, that is healthy weight, and I know everybody talk about oh, be a mind for white people, whatever. But if you have high blood pressure, that is your body telling you you're overweight. True, true, I agree. Right, so mm -hmm. and and we and we suffer the most from that diabetes, diabetes, and uh, blood pressure because diabetes is fat in your pancreas, right? So those two things indicating your body saying you're too over, you're you're overweight, you're too big, and we suffer from that. So. Even if we don't look at BMI, we can agree that we are overweight as a people and we need to make a change. No, I agree with that. To be completely honest, and this is me, you know, uh, 
being on a diet since January and you know on my own weight loss journey. But I do agree with that. Like we can't ignore the fact that you know we tend to be unhealthy, and it relates to Grinch's comments where he says maybe if we stop eating slave food, we would live longer. I ain't gonna do that. But he said most of the world recognizes obeseness as a risky investment due to health and societal expectations. Baby, I ain't giving up fried chicken. I am sorry. And most of them ain't gonna give up no fried chicken. And then don't put no damn homemade macaroni and cheese they in front of them. Cauliflower wing. Right. No, no, no. Christmas and Thanksgiving only. That's what that shit is for. Christmas and Thanksgiving. I don't really eat fried chicken. I don't cook fried chicken at all myself. But, you know, um, we Carl got a hell of fire recipe whenever you're ready. Listen, mm. I, I do not. I don't fry chicken at all. We ain't sign. I bake mines or put them in the air fryer. You over there talking. We ain't signing. And like literally all you eat is sushi and fried rice. So you don't get Facts. to give your input in lo mein. Nope, nope, on no, what I live we in Shanghai. There's food from all over the world. But I keep a vegan diet because... It took me like it took me two and a half years to lose weight. Losing weight is hell and it's hard. So and you're a vegan, a raw vegan? No, I, I sometimes, but no, I just uh, actually there's a book called McDougal Diet, and it, it basically it just teaches you what to eat to uh, actually uh, heal your body. And the weight loss is a byproduct of that because I had like pre-diabetes mm. and high blood pressure, so I switched to that diet and no medication, normal blood pressure. And the weight just comes off, right? Because you, you just eat like that, like no processed foods, no oil, and one only eat things that are one ingredient, like an apple, chicken, whatever, just whole food, no process. And I just did that, right? And no oils and no dairy. And I you can eat meat there, but I did no meat. And then my I was just focusing on healing my liver, healing my pancreas, and then <laughs> I just, the you knew I was off. gonna highlight that, baby. You ain't lying. <laughs> Man, y'all are racist. That That's concrete. Racist. Listen, but y'all can talk about our food being slave food as opposed to the delicacy. He was sitting over there laughing his ass off. Pessy. Our food is a cultural delicacy. Y'all can talk about our food being slave food, but you get real in your feelings. They say something about that food over there in Shanghai. Talking about know. they didn't eat uh, Rocco. Well, first of all, I'm black, so their food ate my food. It's and so second, food now. Aren't you married? Yeah. Then that's your food. That's your culture. She's Iraqi, not Asian. Oh, okay. oh. well, damn. Okay, you little curry chicken. I got you. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I passed like the mic. Curry. Y'all getting personal now. I passed no, the mic. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not like like that. We don't know her. Listen, it's definitely nothing personal. It's all jokes. We don't know her. Intentionally offend, especially. Wait a minute. She don't make curry chicken? Uh, she's a vegetarian. Well, oh, so curry now. cauliflower? Yeah. Okay. It's good. Okay. Mm. So um, it's a recipe. I can use it as a side dish. <laughs> listen. I ain't tripping. You know. Listen. Um, I like curry chicken or curry. I don't know about uh, curry vegetables. You're going to have to try, to try to curry cauliflower. This I don't mind the curry vegetables. I have a daughter. She is more pescatarian than anything, but she rarely no, even uh there's a cookbook and we just follow that cookbook. It's called the McDougal diet for anyone interested to lose weight. Uh, it's really good for losing weight. It's called okay. the uh, McDougal diet. And that's, do, do you season the uh, food at all? Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a uh, nutritionist from the U S from California or something okay. like that. And, mm -hmm. and it has all the recipes and things like that. It's called the McDougal diet. diet. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you. We ain't signing. I see LAR up here. I know he came to talk some smack. Baby. What's good LAR. 
How dare you? <laughs> Call you out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just want to know how ugly we talking. That's what I'm saying. I think okay. she could be a solid okay. four and they should be willing to marry a solid four. I, mm-hmm. You know, um, our men be looking some type of ways sometimes and then they make a certain amount of money and then they feel like they they do have certain entitlements but when we talk to MGTOW universe I'm gonna say that he what he's asking for it has definitely not been ridiculous or out of pocket or you know beyond I think MGTOW universe is very reasonable um but I don't he think there's anything wrong he said he ain't gonna do no fat chicks if I can get a four that has my back and help me bury the body I'm good. Is she, a, is if she, she fat, she be cool. No, no, it, no, it, no, 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 <laughs> no. See, you see what I'm talking about? No. AR, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a little late, but is MGTOW Universe, are you fat? Because your picture look like you're a little chubby. I used to be. How much you weigh now? What's your height? My, I am 210 and I'm 500. Height, dress size, height, weight, and dress size. Like y'all do us. <laughs> height, weight, and suit size. Okay, okay, okay. That, that that could be, you know, that's crazy, but that, that could be a football body or that could just be a, I eat a lot of Chick-fil-A. I have broad shoulders. Beer belly. Well, okay, that's still, I used to get on my homeboys about this, okay, just, just for the record. I used to get on my homeboys about this. If you got these high standards, look, if, if you want a certain type of woman, you got to answer the same question that Kevin asked the women. Do the type of woman you want want you? And how much do you have to do to be that type of guy? Are you asking me? It, it just in general. You can answer. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what a woman would grade me, but <clears throat> I told them I'm five. I'm average at best in terms of looks. Uh, in terms of, I have my own own home and car, uh, and. As far as income, sound just, just like a black woman. I got my own house. I'm I make my own money. I'm trying to make my own money. That's what we be saying. Sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah. Now I'm, I might say I'm, I'm gonna say something because you know I'm the most handsome dude in the black manosphere, so I can get that out the way. Oh, so Lord. the thing about it is, even if you want somebody. Or even if you feel like, you know, somebody's unattractive for you, you actually got to take that health thing into consideration. Because if you don't, how long you actually going to last with what you want? And I ain't even just talking sexual. I'm just talking long term. One thing, one mistake that I can say us guys do make when we think, we, you know, I'll make a certain amount of money. If you don't take care of your health, you're not going to enjoy it. So even if you can get somebody looks wise who might be out of your league how long can you maintain that if you're not eating right if you're not working out if you're not really taking care of yourself because i know a lot of guys who 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 got cheated on it even though they had money because they kept effing up with their health Cause that adds to the looks part, even with guys. Like you know, we can be attractive if we get out, keep ourselves in shape. But if you out of shape, yeah, you getting sick. You might have erectile dysfunction. That ain't gonna help the situation. 
Okay, this got kind of awkward. Well, uh, he he preaching, he came on a serious note. And I think that what he said definitely should be considered, uh, especially, you know, as it relates to do the women that you want or the type of women you want, what they want you. I do think MGTOW seems to be pretty fair and balanced in what he's asking for. He said he ain't even looking for nines and tens. She can be an average woman that, you know, um, that what's most important to him is, you know, she's cooperative and that she is fit. Um, I, I, you know, I know you kind of gave your stats, but I guess my question to you would be like, would you be okay? Because I know women are built different, but if her BMI was the same as yours, would you accept a woman who had the same BMI? That you I don't know had? how that BMI stuff, BMI stuff works. Uh, so if she had the same, fat, you know, fat um, ratio that you have, whatever that is, because I don't know how fit you are or whatever, you know, like what you described if on a 5'11 frame, that could be pretty fit. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I would just use the like the eye test. I'm not really, I'm not really checking for weight specifically. Mm-hmm. I'm just really doing that. Can she have a little good? Um, I said a little good. You want to see them know. six packs like we ain't signing? No, she ain't got to. She ain't got to be toned up like that. Oh, okay. um, as far as the gut, she doesn't need know. to have a six pack. She just no. needs to. I just need to be able to see her bottom rib. That's all. Well, I don't, bottom rib. No, I'm not going. That's. I'm not going that far with it. Um, but uh, yeah, I would just use, <laughs> I, would, <laughs> I would just do like the eye test. Um, uh, and just, I would just, yeah, go from there. Yeah. I know how, mm. if you get with somebody, I'm, 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 I'm a clown though, but if you get with somebody that's fit and you're not fit or you, y'all gonna have a lifestyle problem. Mm. Yeah, I agree. You know what? You see how people always got something to say. Somebody blaze talking about BMI is not body fat. BMI is body fat. It's body fat based on your height and your weight. Uh, that's what it is. So y'all be doing the most and be knowing the less. But anyways, body mass um, index. Uh, yeah, it's the body mass index, but it's body mass index, which is a measurement of your body fat based yeah. on your height and weight. Hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, there was something I was about to ask MGTOW Universe. Oh, I can't even remember what it was. But um, I, I'm not, like I said, I'm not mad at his standards. They seem to be fair. But I think that the question that LAR raised, just in, in a general sense, is a good question for anybody to ask themselves, women included. The men that you want, like, would they I mean, want that? I'm asking for an average at best woman that's not fat, for God's sakes. What are we doing? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, and like I said, I do think that's absolutely reasonable. I mean, I if that's too much that's... to ask for, then, you know, it's I'm time not to saying that's not walk off the cliff. Fam, personally, I'm just saying you in a, we in America, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he ain't staying over here to find no woman. He's yeah, saying he, he out. is out. Right. That's about to say, because, you know, average is overweight here. Yeah. And I had a couple girls down in Mississippi that was going to be real nice to him. <laughs> and um, he, and you give know. me some of that soul food site. I love Look, food, but that stuff is. See, if they blow you up another sixty pounds, you can't say nothing. That's what they're trying to. He won't even care if he was a little bit bigger. That's all I'm saying. He wouldn't even care if he had a good meal and in some guap guap. He's here, relax. Jesus. Um, <laughs> they said black women always think that that's what's gonna satisfy everything. Those sex yeah. in there and some food. It does. Mo- th- this is what I'm noticing though. A lot of men are saying that they can't even get a woman to be just a nice, pleasant human. She Do doesn't even want to be nice and yeah, pleasant. I think you're making that up. 
I'm a nice, pleasant person. Yep, like, do you believe that women in general, black women in general, not the, I don't know. Never mind, because oh. you know I, I gotta fight the yeah. sisterhood. Um, Since you the one that's always talking about, let's go with the average. Let's go with the average. Do you think the, the average, the average woman, woman, though? The average woman. I think the average woman is pleasant? nice. I think they're pleasant, you think so? but but I don't think the average woman is um always as attractive as men would like them to be attractive. I don't think that. What I does think that mean? um. Because you'll see just like regular average looking women um, on on a daily basis. Like if you go to the grocery store, you're not going to see a lot of knockouts at the grocery store. You're going to see regular old average looking well, women. Men say that that's what they like. Like that's a, actually a good point that you bring up because women and I hear women say this. They complain that when they dialed up to the nines that less men will approach them. than like if you out looking raggedy quote unquote, what women think is right. Maybe true. just hair thrown up in a ponytail with some sweats on or some yoga pants. Men will, more men will approach because maybe they're intimidated by someone that has all the makeup and the high heels. And so I've heard the opposite that more men or that men are more likely to approach when a woman is just in the regular everyday clothes as opposed to dressed up. Y'all get yeah. why though, right? Why? Huh? I mean, y'all get the reasoning behind uh, it. Uh-oh. Oh, I do. Uh-oh. They say that, uh, you know, when a woman is, if a woman is really, really attractive, then that's actually more work that the man would have to put into um, and invest into oh. um, versus a woman that's, you know, just homely looking or whatever. They don't have to put in as much work um, to get ass from her. No, 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 no. Not oh, that. that's not it. Oh, no, sorry. no. If you, if you got. If you got everything together and I see you and this that's the best you gonna look, I know it's going downhill from there. But if you look good at an, at oh. an average way, I know when you dressed up, you're gonna look better. That makes so sense. This, you don't know what's under that when you see yeah. her. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. But I mean, most most guys just like average looking women. I mean even even when you look at the celebrities and well-to-do men and things like that, most of their wives are just okay. They're not knockouts, right? They're just okay. Like Idris Elba's wife, she's just, you know, a good-looking five, good-looking six. They're Wait, not what? knockouts. Sabrina, yeah. she's, she's very cute. Hold up. Look. She's cute. She's cute, but she's I'm, not a knockout. She's listen, not like a man. Kelly Rowland or something like that. Oh, wow. I, I've been in this space too long. I'm tired <laughs> of y'all trying to rate everybody that's like an eight, nine, or ten out of five. Yeah. Stop I, don't the five. I don't think she's a five. My, my, my point, my point is she's cute. She's not like a knockout. That's yeah. I'm not calling her ugly. I'm just right. saying when you look at the the quote unquote top quality men in our in our community, right? Their their wives are you know, good looking, but they're not like drop dead gorgeous or like supermodels or whatever, right? Most men just like cute, good looking women. That you don't have to be a knockout. That's all I'm saying. What when you're talking about celebrities, their wives normally are above average. They may not be tens, but they damn sure eights. Jada Pinkett Smith is not an eight. Um, what? 
Who else? Is, she's not, not now. Women, I do think y'all be not like doing too much. Like I don't see J Lo as this ten and twelve that people make her out to be. Yeah, J, like, J- Lo. Yeah, I mean, yeah. nah. But J Lo in the nineties. Beautiful 90s. woman. Man, don't get me hold wrong. Up, hold up. You're talking from a. Didn't you say you want to see somebody real? So let me let me let me let me break it down to you. Who would be a knockout? Nineteen uh, nineties, making good. Uh, uh, hanging out with Mr. Cooper, Holly Roberts, Pete, Pete Peterson, or see Pete, that's Holly your Robinson. personal taste because I think other right? people do, do disagree. Do you wait? Wait, hold up. Do you realize Jada Pinkett at that time was in the same sphere as those in that in that era? No, she was. No. Yeah, Jada Pinkett was, yes, like, she was. You know, back the in the day. Jada Pinkett, well, yeah. She was beautiful. Yeah. The knockout yeah, in that yeah, game yeah, was Kenya Moore. Kenya Moore, yeah, Kenya Moore. Knockout. That was a knockout. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not look as good as Kenya Moore. Kenya Moore looks way better than her. I way just had better. to tell you who the knockout was in that era. The other people, Jada Pinker was in that group. Yeah. Nah, I, well, I, we, I, nah. She was. Okay, yeah, I, I mean, agree. I agree. All right, well, all right, but I'm just saying, like, all right, well, anyway, I, I, I personally don't think so, but you know, but I'm it just saying, only, like, I could tell it was only a few knockouts. Kenya Moore was one of them. Uh, Eddie Murphy, Nicole Murphy was one. The people didn't even yeah, know she she's a knockout. Until yeah, later. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. No, facts Berry, on that. Course. Facts on that. Holly Berry, yeah. Okay. But Holly Berry wasn't married to like. Well, David Justice, but other than that, she was married to a white dude, right? Mm-hmm. She uh, her baby dad, Gabriel, or whatever his name. Yeah, she's been linked to a bunch of dudes. I think she was married twice. Um, yeah, I think that yeah, it's you know personal opinion as it relates to that, but I do think that you know looks are subjective. So you might have a range. Somebody, someone may say nine, and someone may say seven. So. We will never probably all agree on that, but um, I did want to get active activists up up in here. He's been up here for a minute and hasn't had a chance to t- chime in on the conversation. What you got, bro? Hey, what's going on, y'all? Y'all know y'all my y'all my internet, you know, ladies in the black manosphere, surrogate wives, right? I love y'all. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't know. Y'all. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I love y'all. Y'all are great. Y'all be having me rolling, but, but um, let me see. So I wanted to t- hit on a few topics, right? So the first thing, y'all was just talking about how women, women talking about complaining about they not getting hit on at the grocery store when they all dolled up. Well, I'm going to say the thing that wasn't said is because they could be trannies, you know, point blank, what? period. We don't, we don't, <laughs> when we see these women out here all made up and shit, hey, especially like depends, all the I'm, way left. Yeah, it depends on where you live. If you live someplace like me, I'm in, I'm in Atlanta. I live in Atlanta, so you know it's it's a lot of them, and and a lot of times it's unfortunate, but they be looking as good or better than real women. So we see all oh, that. Man. It, it kind of goes hand in hand with what with what the other guy was saying. We don't, but at the end of the day, yeah, we don't know what's under there, and what else is under there could be a man. So no, we rather see you dressed down and regular, so we can tell what you really are. But um. So that was that. And then the other thing I wanted to hit on was. Uh oh. Um, active activist, you went out. One of them. Uh, never mind. <laughs> you got active activist? 
They got them. Uh-oh. <laughs> that cricket wireless. Come on now. What, what's, what's Baby, up? that was the LBGT. <laughs> I was like, what? They snipped me. <laughs> What'd he say? Wow. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I wanted to hear what he had to say. Can y'all hear me? Y'all still can hear me? Oh, we yeah. can hear you now. Oh, I don't know. Okay, it must have been because I went off the screen. What was the last thing y'all heard? About the... I was saying it, it could be a man under there when he was saying we don't know what's under there. Yeah, it could also be a man. So, you know, we're we're wary of that when we see a lady or what appears to be a lady all dolled up and, you know, in a regular place like grocery store, or Walmart or something. It's like, mm, you know, that's a gamble that a lot of men just might not feel comfortable taking. But then I, I also wanted to hit on how um, I say for for, for Mr. MGTOW. Uh, MGTOW Universal. So um, he has said multiple times he is a 300 plus thousand dollar man, right? He's being real, real, real humble talking about what he wants and, and as far as what he wants in a woman. Because based on the old dynamic, that means that he would deserve a dime piece if he so decided that he wanted a dime piece, if he wanted to deal See, with the headache. Of, of having a dime piece because that's how it works. A man's wealth, as a as a man's wealth goes up, the attractive level of the he wants to deal with goes up. So by him just saying that he wants got no kids, yeah, he ain't asking. He ain't asking for nothing. Like and he he got every right to say, nah, I, I need me. She got to be an eight or better and bad and you know IG model quality, but. He being humble and he's gonna get what he's looking for because he's being humble, but he got every right not to be humble. Mm. What are your thoughts on that, Danny? So a man who considers himself to be a five, but he is a high value man. He's making over six figures. And let's say he meets all the requirements that have been set forth for a high value man, um, despite the fact that he may be average looking. Um, does he or can he command or demand someone that is a nine or ten? He can demand all he wants, but what he'll <laughs> actually get um, may be two different things. Um, because you do have men who make uh, great money, but uh, maybe lacking in personality, maybe short. Um, and face, facial structure may not be there. And, or, or you know, in a, a, to me, the biggest thing is like if he does not have a personality um, and he's making all this money. And it depends because you do have some men that's able to make like if a man is like a millionaire and he's flashy with it, then I think he probably would acquire more women. But um, I don't necessarily know if that would nope. be like genuine connections versus somebody that's trying to um, use them. Can I but see? But listen, listen to this. Hold up. Hold up. Listen to this, though. So that's why I say this this new thing with I, I posted it in the comments, women, especially black women place too much emphasis and weight on a man's looks today. 20, well, I ain't gonna say 20 years ago, I'm gonna say 30, 40 years ago plus, it was common to see a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer that was plain looking or pudgy or short or whatever, but because he made good money and could provide a good lifestyle, he had a beautiful wife. Now, 
women have decided be... that's not a, that's not enough. No, no because you gotta, I, you I think I think it's always have the swag. I think it's always been messed up um, to how we view attractiveness or how men think that women should view attractiveness. I think black women have always been about the looks and about what's hot and what's sexy, especially with this current day and time. We want somebody that we can look at that we're sexually attracted to. But I think I do think you make a great point. I think we do place too much too way too much value on um, sexual attraction versus um, is a man productive? Is he smart? Is he ambitious? Is he capable? We don't really look at it. And 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 like my thing is hold on, my thing is isn't it women supposed to look better than a man? Right? Is it productive supposed to be sexy? Is it smart supposed to be sexy? Yes, but you still want to be attractive. Listen, you want like what do you think cuckolding and all that came from? It's important still for the woman to be attracted to her uh partner. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like for example, Shouldn't it be normal? Like, if he's a five, she should be like a seven or whatever. Right? Oh, yes. I mean, yes. Yeah. It's oh shoot. I'm yes. sorry. I'm sorry. That's exactly right. I'm, I'm sorry. That I'm gonna have to be a jerk about this. You guys are good guys. You're you're nice, cool human beings. But you got one problem. You can be make hundreds of thousand dollars a year. You're black, so the rules are different. You're dealing with black with black women. The rules are different. You can be rich, but you got to be rich in a certain height, with a certain look, with a certain body type, and and it can be extreme. You could you got to be super. You got to be uh, uh, muscular, or you got to look like you didn't kill thirty seven people and be rich. You just can't be normal. That's but that's see, the issue. See, that's the thing. Then, like, I want to push back on what Sister George said. Like, okay. If it is, if it's always been about the look and what what we look like and what women are attracted to, I might go rock with that. But I'll say this: I use my my personal experience. I'm a select man, six one, you know, personal trainer, athlete, all that shit. Nice body, handsome, nice nice package, all that stuff. Women make it known to me on a regular basis that they find me physically attractive. Women make it known to me on a regular basis that they find my personality and my character and my drive. I mean, my name is the active activist. I'm a real activist. I do this shit. So women see that I care about my community and that I'm a man's man and an alpha and I stand and hold my own and I care about the community and all that stuff. But then I guess maybe it's a location thing because these same women will shoot they shot and make it so known that, oh, you hit these categories and blah, blah, blah. But then if I don't have the status that they think I'm supposed to have, then I'm just something nice to look at. And like, I've just stepped into Hell, the realm don't of nobody high value, want no man. cute broke dude. I mean, but, I, but I was never, that's the thing. I was never broke. I was never broke. I just wasn't a baller. I was a, I've been an above average earning man. I've been a, a, a $60,000 earning man. And, and I'm now I'm stepping into the realm of being a six figure man. Cause I just got my CDL and I, I will clear 115,000 this year for the first time in my life. I'm 36, but it's like, I was a good dude, a handsome dude could dick you down all that other good shit. I had all that, but they couldn't see, they didn't women won't, I guess that's the thing. Women ain't looking 
for that. They want that, but they don't want that with the potential. They want it when it's already made and it's the complete yeah. package, and that's the problem. Wait, wait, wait. Time that's up. just time for up. a time good up. time. That's for a good time. Did Sister Joy say that women don't want no broke dude? Now, 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 what I will say, what I will say, what I will say is this. The broke dude can probably get some ass, but broke men should not be looked upon um, for relationships. Um, Not at a not at a certain age. No, they shouldn't. If you're 36 and you was making a low amount of money, I wouldn't say that black women should look to that. I I, I just don't I don't think that would be a, a good thing to do. I don't. But sixty thousand dollars is above average. I no, mean, sixty you know, sixty can, is right. sixty is is great. But if homeboy was making um twenty nine, I'd be like. I mean, if you if you if you cooking the fries at McDonald's, but you six one and got a six pack, and you an activist, she man. should she should she should probably give you some ass and keep it moving. But um the whole thing with with women, especially if a woman is making a certain amount of money, a lot of women don't want to invest into a guy and then the guy ends up using her i think a lot of women right. have um ptsd from situations exactly. like that to where they have invested into somebody and the guy turned out to be not right. shit because we're told right. not today women are literally i'm gonna tell you something black women are scarred and part of it is because of we act like we're unimpacted by the rhetoric that we hear on social media about black women choosing pookie and ray ray as a baby daddy dating for potential dating bums dealing with bum dudes but literally you have some women that are so afraid of because they don't know how to properly vet so afraid of encountering or going down that road that of uh, that their friends have gone down or maybe they've been down before that they have a heightened sense of um awareness and they're scared to deal with anything that looks like it might be you know a setup the right only i mean PTSD yeah I, I gotta... black women have is pretty thick strong deep <laughs> what? Mm. Baby, Damn. I'm about to drop LAR. Mm. About Damn. To drop. <laughs> See, I, I have a I have a lady friend in Atlanta who's who's a victim, and I I know a few, but I got a, a this particular story. So, lady friend, I have. She's a very sweet woman. Uh, you know, she was heavier. She uh, a retired you navy, you know, navy vet. Uh, I think we used to we we was dealing with each other, but she can't have no more kids, and I don't have any kids, so that was it was nothing else to talk about. All we could do was slap some skins and sit up and watch a few movies every now and then. But uh, she she got with a guy, and he sold her the dream, and he was so in love and this and that, and he was a hobosexual, you know. Oh, I'm going through a rough mm -hmm. patch and blah blah blah. So she, what do you want to do, man? I want to do landscaping. Okay. She's working. She went out and bought the damn lawnmower. The nigga yeah, wouldn't even get up and yeah. cut the grass. See? Work. No, 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 no. Oh, he got up and cut the, cut the grass. He cut a lot of grass. He cut $200,000 a year worth of grass now. And guess what she got from her investment? From all the little pieces of equipment that she got him when and got him started on his landscaping business in Atlanta. Uh, what she got was left for a lawyer chick or something. And she ain't seen a dime from that. So I get it. I, I understand that fear, and you're right. It comes from a lack yeah. of being able to vet men, and you give your mm -hmm. best to the wrong man, and then you don't want to give a good dude a chance. Can I say yeah. this? I, 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 I had to come up to the panel, uh, and I, I respect Sister Georgia Concrete, but I got I to gotta call out what Concrete said. 
I don't like the distance. You're really low. We can't barely Hello? hear you. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Is that better? Is that yeah, better I can hear you. A little bit better. Sorry about that. Okay, so um, I was thinking, I was saying to myself, I, it was a little bit dis, dis intellectually honest for you to say that, you know, in terms of Black women vetting. Black women know the quality of men. It's like you, you've, I've heard people say to a woman say on social media, like her friend told her like, oh, she said to her friend, I pay, I just, I'm, I always get attracted to, I'm always attracting the wrong type of men. And her friend said, no, 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 no. You attract a lot of men, but you choose to attract, you choose to deal with bad men. We know that black women know who the good quality men are. If they did it, they wouldn't, if they didn't know, why is it that after they have the kid or after they screw up a couple of mistakes, now they know when to find the good guy, right? Okay, but, but let I, me ask you a question, well, Azriel. Do men actually take account for the manipulation and games that um, their brothers play? Because a lot of brothers will come and present a certain picture. Um, they're very persistent, very pursuing. Like they're consistent beyond belief. They're calling you. They're spending time with you. Um, they're hanging out. They're coming up to your job. Y'all are going to lunch. Y'all going to dinner. You you start to have sex. The condom comes off. Feelings get developed. And then when the guy gets what he wants, then those guys be out i don't think it's like the guy comes dressed as the boogeyman and women no, feel right. like it's gonna be the boogeyman i, I don't I think y'all give women enough credit, credit for that, that he was pushing back against too because uh, go ahead Ezreal. go and uh, no, no, i i mean to cut you off but it's my, my whole concept I, i've had this discussion before with uh, someone else and it's like you cannot i cannot you can only so much shaming you could do to a man if the woman is still going to deal with him I mean, dear God, you look at the men in uh, Tennessee, was it Memphis? They had like three dudes, had 80 kids. Like, how you you mean to tell me all a group of us are going to be like the Detroit 300 and tell those men, you know, you shouldn't deal with those women. You should you should make an honest woman out of those uh, 80 children that you were dealing with. It's like it, it the, the math is the math and it doesn't compute for me to tell the men not to deal with uh, that. You should do right by these women if these women are still going to deal with them regardless. I, I was just talking on another panel. I was like the stat that uh, what's it? Um, for uh, black men that are incarcerated have on average two point five kids, and a black man that's in college has around one point oh. Well, how, add ASAP how, Rocky to that too. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I do want to answer your question, like the question you was giving pushback on. I, I think that um, yes, women. <laughs> I think that women can recognize someone who is completely the opposite of an F boy. But I think that when they encounter somebody, maybe somebody that is working class and there's anything that's reminiscent of something from their past where they went down the wrong path or someone that they know went down the wrong path, they don't know how to discern whether or not this is really an f boy or if this is just these behaviors or his maybe i dated a barber but now this guy owns several barber shops and i don't know if you know he is also an f boy so i'm talking about things that may align with um something that reminds them of someone from their past or you know someone that someone else dated that turned out to be an f boy so yes if someone is a polar opposite yeah they can they can identify that Here's the thing. What 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 is it saying in the Bible? You should know a tree by the fruit by the fruit it bears. You can. There's so many 
uh, uh, markers that you can hit to understand to know that. The I don't disagree with that. I'm saying that that is a flaw within black women that they need to address. They need yes. to learn how to discern, how to vet. I think that that is something that black women need to address um, because oftentimes, you know, they their fear of something looking remotely like something that they know from their past could potentially keep them from dealing with a really good man. So I don't disagree with what you're saying. I think, yes, if someone is a totally total opposite, yeah, most times you, you can identify that. But if someone has any kind of similarities, maybe they just come from the hood. So their, their, their AAVE is similar to what you've known in the hood. And, you know, so as a result, you don't trust yourself to be able to discern and properly vet. So you want nothing to do with it. Let me say this. Good deed covers over a multitude of sins. Good deed creates wishful thinking. All right. So the the concept of like I'm saying, people will say, Oh, he wasn't that bad. You know, I, I'm seeing me try to work it out with what women do is they go into this wish because I've been in the same situation where I could have been more on top of my game, but you let your sex work through the talking. And it's like the woman like, oh, okay, I'll 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 stick around to see if he's if he got potential. Cause they to them it's like, oh, I can always do bet, I can always uh, uh, um, so yeah, somebody said in the chat, hopefulism. I can always get him to that level. And we know women love projects anyway, but it's the whole concept is when I, I, I've noticed it myself when you're out here, you know, slinging and doing your thing, it's all, it's all gravy. But once you start to buckle down and start to become, see, here's the thing we don't, we don't want to admit to a lot of black women that when it comes to productive, the reason why they don't engage with productive men is because those men are, uh, redundant and they're repetitive in that they in order to be productive you have to be consistently doing the same thing over and over again that's boring there's no excitement with that i noticed that as soon as i started to go back to school i started catching so much flack with that because of the fact that when you're when you're disciplined and you're invested you don't have time to be sending women on emotional roller coasters there's gonna be times where you just don't want to you don't want to have sex for the whole week you just want to be invested into your craft and that's that's what it is really it's like you have men that don't have the time or the emotional investment to send these women up and down the roller coaster so those men are considered boring um i can agree with that um i agree with that um i was trying to think if i have any pushback for that i i agree with that i think some of it though some men, uh, I don't think that it's like every man that you see, like specifically in this space. So all the men that you see in this space that have trouble with women, it's because the women want nothing to do with them. Because like sometimes it is the man has, you know, social awkwardness or he has some sort of social anxiety that prevents him from even approaching women. In addition, as women, if you have a fear of approaching me and you come off as timid, like I'm going to tell you something for many of us, that's that's a repellent. Um, I don't want a man who is timid. I don't want a man who doesn't who doesn't even have enough confidence to speak to me like that in and of itself is very unattractive to me. And I'm not mad at any woman who is a traditional woman who chooses or opts not to deal with or date someone who comes off like that because we want leaders. 
leaders. We want a, 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 a king. We want someone who is, you know, sure of his divine masculinity and walks in it and he owns it. And if he doesn't, then why, you know, that that's even if you look at the animal kingdom, literally you have to have masculine energy and not be afraid to assert yourself if you want to lead and if you're expecting women to be attracted to you. You know, um, it's funny that you mentioned that. Speaking of, in terms of uh, ASAP Rocky, <laughs> two things I noticed in that situation. Rihanna spoke to Oprah and she was saying that in terms of her picking him, she said that her mom, her grandmother told her, pick a man that you can control. She said that out of her words in the interview. And I remember wow. I, was Jason Black, yeah, I was watching Jason Black's video and he was showing in terms of body language whenever they were walking, she was the one that was leading. You notice that a lot in turn when you see a lot of black couples, particularly <clears throat> those in, maybe in the middle class or lower, you're going to see women, like in terms of them walking stride by stride, the woman is leading the, um, the, 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 the walking and whatnot. But then it makes you wonder, it's like, why are these women choosing men that they can control? It's all about control because I've told you, I've, I've said this on multiple panels. Once you start to get your stuff together, it's going to be a power struggle as a man. Everything as a black man, everything is fine and dandy. If you're the if you're the court gesture that comes in and lay pipe every now and then. But once you start to assert yourself and start to get yourself together, they're not going to like that. I, I've, I've been I've, I've had to tell exes like I guess you just want somebody like a slave that you control. And then they were joking around and telling me like, "What's wrong with that?" I'm like, "Well, and wow. argument, right?" But long story short, that that's what it, that's what it really is. I I, I believe women are going. Out I of can't speak to that enough. sect of women and why they choose what they choose because I've never been like that. I've always been attracted to strong men. Um, uh, you know, I am literally repelled by you know men who present themselves in the opposite form. Um, but I do know of women who do want to control. Um, I don't know what their reasoning is and I can't really speak to it. Um, yeah, but I do understand those women who um, want strong men and, and, and don't want a man who doesn't present, who presents as something other than that. And uh, well, I was gonna say this too, it's funny because I'm not, I'm not gonna proclaim myself as the top alpha dog, this and the third. I'm a naturally assertive person. I'm a natural go-getter. I've always told people like last year I was working overnight. I was going to school and I had my own business. Like I'm a go-getter. I'm assertive. This, then the third. I was always having issues with my ex in the terms of, she would say, Oh, you're, you, you don't, you always overstep boundaries. And I'm like, what do you mean by overstep boundaries? I'm not doing anything crazy. I'm not talking to other girl. I'm not like flirting with other women in front of you. Like this, then the third. It wasn't about those situations more of, you don't act. She said, you don't ask for my consultation. You don't go over things with me. And I was never used to that. I'm a, I'm probably one of the, probably the one of the most, not to say the most, but I'm a pretty much very agreeable person. I'm not a necessarily a person that's your way, the highway, but I noticed it's like a lot of black women, you got to admit that they're in conflict with themselves in the sense that they want a man to lead, but they don't want him to. That the socially the programming is I don't I don't want a man telling me what to do but if I'm a, if I'm controlling and dominating a man I can't stand him so it's it's an yeah. internal conflict 
I understand that. And I'll just say this um, and then um, we're actually going to start the process to wrap it up. But personally, um, that was something that I had to learn because although I, you know, desire a strong partner, um, I had to realize that that strength is not something that's going to be turned off when they're dealing with you. Um, just like smooth was highlighting, like literally my fiance is strong and I met with that strength too. And I'm like, let me push back on something or, you know, say something. And sometimes it may I say something and he misconstrues what I said, or maybe doesn't understand my intent. And it's like, uh, yeah, I'm, I met with that strength head on. And it's not something that you can control. That's not something that they're going to turn off when they're talking to you or when they're dealing with you. And it may be something as simple as, you know, um, them telling you to watch out or move. And it could be for your own safety and protection. So as opposed to you questioning it or questioning the way that he said it, it would behoove you to listen and, and seek clarity later. And I had to learn that. It wasn't something that was innate. Um, I wanted a strong man, but I didn't understand what that came with until I got one. Yeah. So yeah. we're actually going to start the process to wrap it up because we've been on here for three hours. Um, so we'll go ahead, Azriel, and we'll start with you. you. What are your final well, comments? Thanks. Thank you for having me on. I was in and out back and forth. I was actually doing it. Like I came on and I did an interview and then I came right back on. It was a good conversation. Um, I want to say this last first uh, last thing. Thomas Sowell always says there's no pros and cons and like there's only trade-offs. So like he was saying, Sister George, if you want a strong man, you got to take the, the good and the bad with it. Not all the time he's going to uh, be kick gloves with you. And likewise with men, it's like you want a feminine woman, they're going to be emotional, of course, but we have to, we have to, in order for us to be compatible, you have to take the times that you might not get along with that man, but you know that at the end of the day, he's going to make the right decision. But thank you for having me on. That's a Enjoy great point. Thank you so much, Azriel. Um, Active activists, what are your final thoughts? Okay. So my final thoughts, um, um, yeah, Concrete Rose just said something a few minutes ago about y'all black women need to know how need to learn how to vet men. And I honestly believe that that's something that the vast majority of black women are never going to learn how to do. They're never going to learn how to vet men properly because the way it's supposed to work is you're not supposed to vet your man. The men in the family are supposed to vet your man. So until mm. people stop getting to black women, get out of this. I'm grown. I do what I want to do. Can't nobody tell me who to date, who not to date. And you start bringing your man, the, the man that you're interested in, to your uncles, to your father, to your brothers, whatever. The man who know the bullshit and can see through the bullshit and tell you, nah, that one, this all he want. All he want is some booty. Okay, oh, that one, he a good one. He work hard. He blah, blah, blah. You know, that's, that's when the change is going to come. And what we see now is women... Women don't want that because they don't want they want to make that mistake because they want to get the good deed from the sorry dude. And then, you know, they want to figure it out later. But, um, yeah, that and then uh, y'all made another comment earlier about women and weight. Like the reason that you're right. Some people people can lose weight. Right. But the, the reason that a lot of men won't sign up for that. Is because unless you have that conversation off the rip, like, look, I, I like you. I think you're a good woman. But if you're going to be with me, we're going to do something together. I need you to lose some weight. Some women going to be offended by that. Some women may say, OK. But if you don't have that conversation and you want to 
hop into that later. Then comes the, well, I was big when you talked to me. I was big when you met me, blah, 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 blah. You found me big, this and this and that. So that's why a lot of men are just are, are going to shy away from that. But uh, yeah, other than that, man, it was it was a great show. I learned a lot about MGTOW, MGTOW Universal. I appreciate you for coming through. You have changed you. my mind about the MGTOW um, conglomerate because I definitely had some some negative, some some real bad, simpish thoughts about y'all. But the way that you have explained the philosophy today is something I can respect. And I hope you find what you're looking for, man. Because like I said, I you're being it. real humble. And I think you deserve way more than what you're asking for. Yes. I appreciate it. Okay. Well, thank, thank you, you I, so I, much, I, Active Activist. Love y'all. Thank you. We appreciate you. And thank you for the support. Absolutely. Okay. MGTOW Universe. This is a really good interview. Um I don't think I had any real bad expectations. Um, you know, you when you do interviews, you just hope the person has like some sense and can carry a conversation. But um, we didn't see that we would have that type of issue with you. We thought it would be a good interview and you didn't disappoint. So um, thank you so much for coming through and um, picking up with us. Yeah, well, I definitely enjoyed it and got to know even more about you. Definitely reasonable. Um, it was kind of refreshing talking to somebody that is MGTOW that was, you know, as reasonable as you were and as willing to sit down and have the conversation and enlighten us and, you know, even allow for some pushback. So I definitely enjoyed yes. it. And I second Danny's sentiments. Thank you for coming on. You're welcome. May I have some final thoughts? Pretty please. Sure. Absolutely. Okay. I find it kind of um, disheartening for black men <clears throat> that uh, for all the all the advantages that black women have in America um, and with the education and with job opportunity and uh, things like that, that most black women cannot hold a candle um, to any, um, not any, let me stop that lie, uh, to the overwhelming majority of women from uh, developing countries that don't have as much. Um, and and I, I don't see things getting better. Um, uh, I haven't seen it in the, in the past forever. Um, if, if SYSBM, well, SYSBM is an answer, but I would say for black women that actually care, um, what are you going to do? Because the, te the technology isn't coming. It's already here. It's just not sophisticated. Um, and then you have SYSBM on top of that. And then you have your MGTOW monks on top of that. What are you going to do? I would ask this question, final question for you all. Um, what are you going to do when the bottom 80% of black men um, start to find um, or stop to opt out of families with black women, um, out of marriages with black women. Um, but yeah, that would be my final question and comment. Um, my answer is um, I think a lot of women have accepted their fate that they could possibly die alone. Um, and I think more to a point to where men don't actually take 
or think about the reality of their acceptance of that. Um, I have my husband, you know, um, hopefully everything works out with us. I, I'm pretty sure it will. But, you know, um, I, I don't I don't know if there's a way that you can prepare to die alone, but I think a lot of women um, don't even care. Um, a lot of women care about day to day things and dying alone isn't their big isn't that big of a focus. Um, you know, I think men are are a lot of men are in very similar positions. So um, it's just one of those things and it's just life. Um, but I don't think women make as big a deal out of it than the men do. But taking into consideration um, where this country has been and what this country has seen, um, even as far as like wars and stuff, we haven't seen um, anything really significant that's happened in this country um, since 9-11. And 9-11 was relegated to like one state. Um, so, you know, outside of, um, things going on in neighborhoods and stuff like that, I don't think most women are concerned. So that's my answer. I think, yeah. uh, go ahead, C-Rose. Um, I was going to say the same. I have my husband, um, to be. So y'all good. Y'all ain't worried about it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, I, I have daughters, so, you know, there okay. is still some concern there. I am an optimist, which, you know sucks. I, I, I hope and pray that things do get better. I try to ensure that I'm having very mature conversations with my daughters about what's going on out here and try to lead them in the right direction. Um, the only thing I can do is hope that things get better in the future and impact those who are closest to me that I do have direct influence over. But as it relates to uh, what Danny was saying, I, I think that women don't care but i don't think that they've i don't think that they've resolved to the fact that they're going to die alone i think that women are doing other things i.e finding stud daddies for their children they are also mm -hmm. traveling abroad to get their rocks off or find husbands um and you know they are finding other ways to outsource they're using roses and dildos they're finding other ways to have their needs met and they are making efforts to replace black men um, because I don't think that they are, they've settled on the fact that they're going to die alone, that many women are actually partnering with other women um, in an effort to not be alone. I think this whole black manosphere, in my opinion, um, is more like, um, I don't want to say a, a cry for help or a cry of anything. I think black men really love black women. And when we have these discussions, um, and unlike on other channels and stuff, black men are telling you how what they want and how they feel because they want the black woman. Now, on these divested channels, um, I could say uh, there's this one chick with like this funny shiny looking nose. Uh, I don't know. If she, she could be a troll. She was on David Sperling channel, um, Dennis Sperling channel the other night. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I would go as far as well. I think black men love black women, and black men don't feel the love from black women, and I think that's the disconnect. Um, because SYSBM is not like a, 
uh, a thing that is taken lightly for those that take it seriously. Um, it's like you try a whole bunch. It's kind of like the white men and the men's rights activists, right? You fight against the system. You fight. You lobby. Um, you 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 uh, you protest. You make videos. You spread the word. You raise awareness, and that goes on for half a century, and you get nowhere. And same thing with black men. We're telling you what the issues are. Um, we, uh, you know, most men are most black men are making 42, uh, 42 five, sure. Um, but when I see stats like I don't know, more than half of black men are don't have kids, are single and childless. Uh, I don't really care about the future of mankind, but from a demographic standpoint, that's a that's a problem. Like there's something wrong there. Thirty uh, percent, or whatever the number is of men not having sex till thirty, that's a problem. Something is wrong, and black men, um, they won't say it directly. Um, they won't say that we love you. We want you to. We want you to be better. So we want you to be better. We're willing to be better so we can create the community that I know we can create. Um, now, I don't think black women are cooperating. And of course, black men are not perfect. Um, there's a lot of things we can still work on as a whole. But like I said, SYSBM and uh, like Thailand and Philippines, that's not something that's that's when men when black men do that, they're fed up. They're going and they're not coming back. That's not like, oh, well, I'll just go there and I'll find my wife over here. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Um, I don't see I don't see how it could work. Um, if the men are willing, and I don't know if they are willing, um, I think I know we're doing better. 425 is not going to get it done. No. 50 is not going to get it done. And I would say in 20 years, 75 is not going to get it done. So we have to constantly keep being, be being better. But you know, what difference would that make if you know if we can't be the woman that we love uh, because they don't love us like we love them? That's all I got. Thank you all so much. Again, I greatly appreciate it. Um, and if you all want to, if you all want to have me back whenever it's good, Wednesday and Sunday is actually perfect for me because um, I love having those two days off. But thank you all so much. I greatly appreciate it. And you all have a good night. Thank you again. Definitely appreciate you. And we definitely look forward to working with you in the future. Thank you for being so kind as to take us up on the offer to um, allow us to interview you. And thank you for being so um, gracious as to stay for over three hours. So thank you again. You're welcome. Y'all have a good night. You too. Um, and I will just say in closing, definitely very interesting, dope interview. I certainly enjoyed um, speaking with MGTOW Universe. Very enlightening and very enjoyable conversation from the chat. Thank you to everybody who joined the panel and contributed to the conversation. And thank you to those who supported via Super Chat. We appreciate y'all. And I think that's all I got. Oh, go ahead, Danny. Oh, well, she's on mute. So I will just say, um, girl, I've been talking and <laughs> no, I was going to say, um, no, this is a great show. Um, shout out to everybody that came through and supported us. We always, always, always appreciate you guys. Um, I think we might be back soon. Real soon. Right. Definitely. 
real soon. Okay. Be on the lookout. Turn on your notification bells. If you haven't hit the damn like button, just hit it. Hit hit something. Y'all ain't getting no ass. Y'all should hit the like button. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Everybody have a great night. We'll see y'all on the next one. We're out. Peace.